0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go: Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts Sal De Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the most downloaded fitness, health, and entertainment podcast in history. This is Mind Pump. Right in today's episode, we answered live callers' questions, so people called in and we got to help them out on air. But this was after an intro portion. Today it was 56 minutes long. That's where we talk about current events and scientific studies and family life and a lot of fun stuff. By the way, you can check the show notes for timestamps if you want to fast forward to your favorite part. Also, if you want to be on an episode like this one, if you want to call in and have us help you out with your health and fitness, email us at live at mindpumpmedia.com. Now, this episode is brought to you by some sponsors. The first one is Ned. These are hemp oil extract products designed to reduce inflammation, improve a sense of euphoria and creative processes, the stuff is amazing. Today, I talk about their brain blend. This is something I'll use before a creative endeavor, endeavor and I feel amazing when I take it. Anyway, check them out. Get yourself a discount. Go to helloned.com forward slash mind pump. Use the code mind pump. Get yourself 15% off. This episode is also brought to you by ButcherBox. They deliver grass-fed meats, wild-caught fish, heritage pork to your door for incredible prices. So if you like to eat meat, you also like to be healthy, and you also like to save money, Go check out ButcherBox. In fact, if you go to butcherbox.com forward slash mind pump, new users will get their choice of either two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for, for a year included for free. You got to use the code mind pump. By the way, that also gives you $20 off your first box. We also have a sale on some workout programs this month. Maps performance is half off and our extreme fitness bundle of programs is also half off. If you're interested, go to mapsfitnessproducts.com and then use the code FEB50 for the 50% off discount. All right, here comes the show. T-shirt time! And it's t-shirt time. Ah,
2: shit, Doug. You know it's my favorite time of the week.
3: Only one winner this week. It's for Apple Podcasts. The name is CorbZome. Send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size and your shipping address We'll get that shirt right out to you. And for the rest of you, you have a very good chance of winning if you actually leave a review on either Apple Podcasts or on Facebook. So leave your review, and maybe we'll he- you'll hear your name next week.
1: The typical strength training fanatic increases the risk of injury. It's true. Getting stronger often makes you more resilient to injury, but not if you do it wrong. A lot of people at Lift Weights Daily actually increase their risk of injury. They make themselves literally more fragile. There's more to that though. A lot more, Yeah. a lot more. It's really, it really has to do with, so a lot of people don't realize that injury uh, plainly is due to weakness, but really what it has to do is being unstable. And what happens if you always strengthen your body in the same planes of motion, right? And this with the same exercises, the ratio of strength that you have in that plane that you always it's train
4: disproportionate. in
1: proportionate to other planes is disproportionate it, it's no different than putting a engine in a car that's too powerful for the frame and right. you hit the gas and right. it twists the frame so you have all these people that lift weights and they do the same you know the, the best exercise squat deadlift bench press overhead press yeah. but then they never train laterally they never rotate they never strengthen their body to, to accomplish balance then they go to the park to throw a frisbee oh this is where you, you see themselves. people yeah, yeah fall
4: in the shower and they get hurt or like reach back abruptly to, to grab something mm-hmm. and they, they throw, uh, you know, their muscle out. And so it's, it's just one of those things that people don't really consider that, uh, getting really strong yeah. too. Also, uh, if you're not balancing that out with, uh, stability and and mobility, you're, you're leaving yourself open for injury. It, it
2: took me a long time to realize this cause you, you get a client who's advanced age, they've been lifting for 15, 20 years, and you would think that client is less likely to get injured doing silly mm-hmm. stuff but it was, they always got hurt doing that. It was never when we were deadlifting three or 400 pounds. It was never when we were squatting a bunch of weight or doing exercises in the gym. Yep. It was always like this weird movement outside pulling a weed, yeah. reaching back to feed your kid in the, in the car. It was always picking up a shampoo bottle down in the, in the shower. It was like, this makes no sense. I don't understand. It took me a long time to figure that out as a trainer and it realized that it was uh, it was my fault of neglecting all the different planes of motion and always getting them so strong in like the sagittal plane. There's all the
1: time. an there's an ideal ratio of strength with muscles and supporting muscles and agonists, which are the prime movers, antagonists, which are the ones that are um, that you're opposing. Like there's this there's this proper balance that needs to be maintained. And if you get really strong in some and the other ones lag behind, that balance is thrown off. And then, you you know, look, I experienced this. Like I'll go in the backyard and throw rocks with my kid and then my shoulder sore. Yeah. yeah. And I could go overhead press 200 pounds and, you know, whatever. And it's because I lack the stability. My prime movers are generating more force than my body can maintain because I don't train those stabilizers. You know, what's funny about this? The average person listening is like, I don't care. I just want to look good. You can tell by the way somebody moves and the way they look whether or not they're balanced often. Mm In fact, the whole meathead stereotype of the guy walking around looking stiff or whatever. Uh The reason why they look and move stiff is their body is trying to keep them in a particular range of motion. It's literally trying to make them move a particular way because it's trying to protect them from injury. So you're like, wow, that guy looks... Don't muscle let bound. him turn and rotate. <laughs> yeah, you it looks
4: stiff. And it's usually rotation.
1: And it's usually the, and it's the body saying, we will only keep you in this range of motion. So, you know, in terms of aesthetics, pictures are different than real life. <laughs> in real life, aesthetics can also be displayed through movement. Like somebody who moves well, I mean, you, you can see someone looks all fit, but then they move awkward. They don't look so good. And the reason why I'm saying this, I'm selling this to the average person, right? Yeah. The average person... Who could care? They're they're mainly focused on aesthetics. It's like you will actually look better if you do this. Not to mention, there is a a limiter in terms of how much strength you can build. Yeah. It, that you, it, when your body feels like it, it's too unstable, that's it. Your bench press ain't going up. Your deadlift ain't going up.
4: Well, it's it's funny because like I hate using the word functional strength just because it's been like bastardized, yeah, bastardized, yeah. but it's just one of those things you got to consider what you're facing with challenges every single day. And just like, you know, uneven surfaces that you're walking up or like something that you has to, like something happens. You have to move really fast. All of a sudden that's a big one is like when people have to move fast and then, and then slow down really fast. Like <laughs> both of those things, if you're not training that at all, uh, your body's going to overreact, your muscles going to overreact and you're going to pull something, you know, uh, and it's, it's just one of those things. If you're not practicing it and, and you're not training it, uh, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt. Well, it's- this is
2: why we say that there's it would not be ideal to follow any of the programs that we've written indefinitely, except for maybe Maps Performance and maybe Symmetry now. Yeah, right. And it's because we don't ad- address that specifically. Performance in
1: has to be the most complete one in that sense, right? That's what I mean, yeah. right? So
2: it's the only program that you could probably run that indefinitely and feel Never like- Never run into this problem. Yeah, and we've we've covered those bases. You're going to get strong. You're going to look good. You're going to be able to move in different planes, protect yourself, the anti-rotation stuff that's Have in there. Have balance.
1: Yeah. You're not hitting any huge plateaus or sticking point. Yeah, everybody wants to keep doing maps anabolic over and over again because- It builds a lot of strength and muscle. Come on hard, yeah. But if you follow maps anabolic over and over again, you will start to have problems because there's no lateral movement. It wasn't designed. It wasn't supposed to be that right. There's no lateral movement. There's barely any rotation. Um, I did this with uh, myself uh, with the deadlift. That's one of my favorite exercises, and uh, I pushed it for for a bit there to see if I could hit a new PR, and I did. But I noticed I kept getting like this low back pain on the side. Couldn't figure out what was going on. I'd slow down my my lift I do all kinds of and then you know of course you're always train other people better than yourself when you're a trainer i said what would i do for a client i'm like oh it's i don't do anything laterally yeah. at all did some ql work some lateral sla, uh, sled drags and poof you know pain i was feel gone.
4: like a lot of times people feel it coming on like they've been training in just that one plane for too long where even for me when i was bench pressing too long uh i just inevitably started to feel like you know my shoulders were sort of just forming into that position and then i was getting (laughs) rigid and then you know even then bench pressing started to work against me and i felt a pain and impingement there starting to form so it's just like you got to listen to your body and you got to actually train so you feel good not just look good well
2: speaking of the training did you guys have Like specific movements or a movement that you liked for clients, like to like address this. Like, obviously, there's there's not one movement that you just have them do forever. But Mm -hmm. are like, were there exercises that were like, oh, this was like a go to movement to address this with my all my clients?
1: Yeah, when I with for shoulder Mm -hmm. stuff, uh, stick dislocates, um, and then just good old basic external rotation, right? The good old rotator cuff exercise was always good. These were, of course, general clients, right? Not the super strong. i'd probably have to do something else uh, for them uh then for for hips it would be some kind of a lateral strength training move this was before i really learned about like priming like we do with maps uh, prime pro type of stuff and then the knee the knee was also lateral it's it's funny because we used to foam roll all the time and then i realized that foam rolling is kind of like a band-aid yeah and i had people do like a leg swing like a stupid leg swing and it would help it would help with their knee pain
4: yeah I mean I try I try to to be sneaky about it and add rotation with pressing or add you know rotation wherever I feel like there's an opportunity. Um, one of them I, I can a lot of people give me grief about the matrix lunges, but i I would do this all the time with my clients just to add that in yep. so it kind of covered the basis of lateral movement and then uh you know the transverse plane. Uh, but, and also step ups. Sometimes I would like add that in with different ways to, um, do that with on a lateral plane. You know, it's
1: funny. I bet you, you know how many times I did that kind of stuff? Not because I understood the benefit of training different planes, but because I was trying to razzle dazzle my plane. <laughs> <laughs> <You too. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> Magic man. I, it
1: was like, it was like on accident. You know, I did something good for them. Mine like, was yeah.
2: that. So I used to have, so if you had like the boxes in front of me right here and instead of facing the box, I would face sidestep to it. the side and I would open the hip. Yep. To step up, to stabilize, to touch my toe. Oh, that was a good one. And I used to tell my clients that if, if after I'm long gone and we don't train anymore, if you can just maintain that skill, like keep that skill mm-hmm. of everything I've taught you, like, and that's not discounting the value of getting strong in the squat and deadlifting and overhead press, like all those obviously are incredible movements. But I think it addresses so much in in one movement that the ability to be able to perform that movement with good form and technique as you get it into advanced age, I think is such a powerful exercise.
1: Here's a telltale clue. I don't even think it's a clue. This is like literally what's happening if this happens to you, okay? Because sometimes people hurt themselves and it's, you know, quote unquote, freak accident or, you know, something happens. Fine. But if you have a repeated issue, which 90% of the people watching this who hurt themselves know what I'm talking about, where it's like, yeah, it's always my left shoulder or yeah, it's always my upper back on the right or it's always my low back on the left. Or, it's always my whatever. If you have a repeated injury that pops up every once in a while and then you got to kind of take it 10 time off and relax and let it go away and then you start training and then it pops up again. That is a clear sign of an imbalance and mm-hmm. it's a clear sign that you could fix it. Mm-hmm. If you have that repeated thing, I yeah. have those.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Every, yeah. I, I think everybody does. I think yeah. it's a matter of being aware or self-aware and knowing that, and then also the having the the tools or the knowledge to know how you go about it because that's the that's the challenge. Yeah. Is like you get something where somebody has like an aching knee, and they think it's their knee. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, I have I have bad. How many times have you heard I have bad knees when? Actually, has nothing to do that with that at all. It's actually weakness and instability in the ankle or the hip right. that's causing your knee. But you you interpret that as I have bad knees, right? Yeah. Whatever. When it's in a reality, of strength. yeah, it has nothing to do with that at all. There's weakness and instability somewhere
4: else. Mm. I just think, yeah, we're creatures of habit, and it's like we just form into the same routine. And uh, a lot of people just uh, don't realize the value a lot of times of challenging themselves with, you know, the stuff that they're like, oh, this is, I don't like this because I suck at it. Or it's like, it's, you know, it's not uh, as sexy and it's not like, you know, purely just driven to build muscle. It's like, you know, it's movement based.
1: You know how many exercises I avoided forever because yeah. I, I wasn't strong at them yeah so stupid i mean yeah. same
4: i mean everybody's guilty. like there.
1: bulgarian split stand squats yeah i didn't do for years because i'm like i'm gonna grab 20s normal. Like, <laughs> <I'll, I'll... laughs>
4: there yeah, my girlfriend at the time would like kill like smash me with the weight she? she could do versus <laughs> yeah, like you know bulgarians i was yeah. like super embarrassed you know i want to go
2: back to the one that you pointed out Justin, because i think there's there's like magic in 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 this uh understanding right like You would take an exercise, like a shoulder press, which is a pretty staple movement that everybody would agree that Mm -hmm. should be in pretty much every routine, and you would do it with like a dumbbell or a kettlebell and do it in a spiral motion, right? Right. And so finding ways that you can do traditional movements or like the matric lunge, you brought that one up, right? Or like I said, the opening up with the step up. with like, If you can find ways to just slightly modify a very traditional movement to add tremendous benefits to it like that, I think- that's the key: is teaching people how to be able to do that. How to assess in a movement, and go like, "Oh, I've been doing it this way for so long. How do I adjust this to protect myself and in, in other?" Planes? An easy way to do it yeah. is just
1: do it unilaterally. You know, do it with right. one side because yep. the other side has that's to stabilize. like that's like a basic easy hack. Uh, Yeah, you know, for some of that. Yeah,
2: I think that's the probably the easiest and the and that that's why requires the
1: least amount of programming understanding. Right, right. That's I would say that because you still
2: would I think you'd want to to do something. No, what you're saying is better. Right,
1: but I'm listening. I'm thinking like, oh, the average person is going to like, yeah, that's like your do a deadlift with a twist or something weird, which you don't want to do, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Deadlift with a twist. You know what I mean? I heard I heard Adam say, don't get that creative. (laughs) No. Speaking of interesting around fitness, a study just came out that compared tai chi to cardio for blood pressure. Okay, do you guys know what Tai You guys have seen Tai Chi. Oh, yeah, I do. So, tai Chi is not, like in-, if, like, in the standard context of what you consider a workout, right? Cardio, you're sweating, you're working. Tai Chi is, like, it's slow, you're moving. Yeah. It looks but more very, meditative. It's very
2: uh, It's like it, zen. Yeah, and it's, a, a, like, breath work is part of that. Yes. And so that's yes. such a huge key to it, heart rate, blood pressure, and correct. the ability to control that totally. is... Totally.
1: It beat It beat cardio. Oh yeah. For blood pressure. Which just goes to show how much of blood pressure issues is due to physiologically yeah. you know, physiological poor health.
4: Sympathetic state and, and sympathetic parasy- state. Yeah. Parasympathetic. Yes,
1: Parasympathetic, dude. Yeah.
2: That's it right there. Like I, so I love to see that in also compared to like um cold dipping, right? So that I had my cousin over over the weekend and or my buddy was over and he was asking me about the, the cold dip. He's like, Oh man, I really want to do that. I've never I've never done it before. And I was explaining to him because he it, like again, I think what happens is it gets it's gone viral, so everybody like looks at it as a challenge. Like, yeah. can I go and and yeah. do it? And I remember the first time, the very first time uh, we ever did it, when Justin had been the only one that had gone through the Wim Hof training. And this is an old old video on on our YouTube channel where we did the ice <laughs> bath challenge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you and I had no experience it, but yet we're competitive, right? So yeah. my thought process of going into that is like. I can I can bear it just, like I can yeah I can just deal with it I can tough it out yeah. and there was there was no chance like Justin was in there drinking a beer 5 minutes later and I remember <laughs> yeah. like I remember a minute minute and a half in flex, and it was dude. like it was it literally felt physically impossible to keep going it was there was no no amount of grit that I could summon to get it's through, the, it was
1: a paradox. You had to relax it, to
2: make it exactly, work. Yeah. and so it, it didn't dawn on me that, like, oh my god, like the this, the key to this is actually to completely try and calm yourself, which is also the real the real benefits lie, right? Yep. the ability to calm the That's heart you're rate. Training. Yes, calm yeah. the heart rate down, breathe through it, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it actually gets it gets way easier. Yeah. But if you try and grit through it, and so when I think of things like the tai chi, like it's similar Dude. in that fashion of like you're being able to regulate and control your breathing and. That has tremendous. Benefits. I
1: used to be able to get my clients yeah. to significantly lower their blood pressure from one reading to the next simply by having them visualize and relax. Like yeah. literally, we would do a reading, then we do some visualization, relax, deep breathing, do another test. You know, people oftentimes will get high blood pressure tests simply because they're White at the coat doctor. Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simply because they're at the thing. doctor. What's it called? White, White coat, coat syndrome. syndrome. Oh, I didn't know that's. What yeah, where people go in and their blood pressure goes up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm at the doctor. I
2: mean, just think about too, like how important that is if like. Obviously, that's a, a, a focused moment, right? In, your t- in time of the day, but like, how often that's happening all day long? Yeah, that you're in this like heightened state always, and you yeah. don't even realize it because that's become your norm. Yeah, yeah. some then,
4: people they have a really hard time with calming down, like even ha- like getting into that parasympathetic state. Yeah. It's like it's just it's it's always like dry. Dude, I've
1: been that's been a practice for me lately because my so my three year old is just all of a sudden he decided and the kids go through this right. All of a sudden he decided. In order to go to sleep, he has to have mom and dad in there with him until he falls asleep. So this is like a nightly thing <laughs> yeah. every night. And I'm just so frustrated because we put him down at seven and he t- he tells us, I don't want to sleep. It's like, no, we're going to lay here, buddy. <laughs> so last night we're in there laying with him. He's climbing around doing a thing and I could feel myself get frustrated. So I have to kind of bring myself. And I'm like, you know, I thought about, I put a, a pain in context. I'm like, you know. He's not gonna want this. Like one day, he's gonna not want me in his room yeah. at all. So that that brought everything down. But yeah, it's still right. frustrating. I could feel my blood pressure do this and this and this and this.
4: <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> this, this is completely that. unrelated, but it, in terms of like trying to to flip the script a bit, like I was, uh, I I don't know. I caught myself like hammering the boys a lot about video games and stuff. Like just constantly, okay, you can only have this amount of time, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and then you take it away, and it's a fight, and blah blah blah. So uh in plus 2 like i'm i'm kind of trying to find wh- opportunities that i can have conversation and like peer into their world a little mm. bit so you know they're really in the fortnite right now and i'm like I, dude this is stupid like what <laughs> like i was just like sitting there like watching him play i just kind of like walked around the corner and i was like peering in to see like well what's all the f- fuss about it so uh, i was like here let me play so i just started playing with them and then i was like i totally suck you know i think i told you one time i tried this with like call of duty and i was getting my ass kicked and like, <laughs> yeah. my son was like talking trash to me and i almost choked him out because i just was like yeah like i'm <laughs> so competitive uh that i just like abandoned the idea did like, you throw the controller no so okay. i was <laughs> just like okay i was just like trying to, like, calm down, like, you know, I'm I'm like, I suck, and he's trying to, like, teach me all these things, and I'm going through it, and uh, they got so excited that I was playing this stupid game, (laughs) and they're, like, you know, texting their friends and calling, and they're, like, we're gonna, they're they're trying to teach me now, and, like, I'm gonna try and see if I can, like, carve a window where I'm, like, okay, I'm going to focus on trying to actually play and, like, you know, find my way in their world just for that minute.
2: You know, I feel like there'll come a time, and you guys obviously either have gone through it or go through it now, is, like, when I all feel challenged with that, like, that balance, Mm -hmm. right? Like, obviously, there's examples. I mean, I brought it up the other day, like, the kid who taught himself how to drive race cars on, you know, his video game and is now a pro race car drive. Now we know that's an anomaly, right? It's like one in a million or even crazier num- number than that. But yet there's these opportunities for kids to be able to do stuff like that. And so if my son likes it, he's good at it. How do I balance that? Like wanting him to be able to enjoy that, pursue that potentially go after that. If that's something he wants, but at the same time too, I don't want you to be socially awkward, locked in your room. And that's all you do. It's like such a, a such a challenging, yeah. like, well, thing we to tackle,
1: we just went extreme. And now we've, told our the little my three year old that the TV's broken so he can't watch it anymore. <laughs> and it's his it's way it's more work, you I know. Wish I could do that. But he's he's his behavior's way better. But what you yeah. said, Justin is interesting because it's so funny. So I have teenagers, right? And trying to connect with teenagers sometimes feels impossible it, because it Yeah, you're like the you know, you're like the dad in uh uh you know, what is that, American Pie or whatever where dad's like, hey,
4: you know, and <laughs> oh the son's my-
1: like, get out of my room, you know. <laughs> Anyway. I said
4: the cringiest thing, and they totally both stopped what they were doing, and they laughed at me. <laughs> so, this person has happened in a long time. Because <laughs> uh, they were, like, saying something, and I was like, you know, um, it, to be cool, you got to zig when everybody zags. Oh, And then they were just like. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard you know and i'm like oh man that did sound <laughs> yeah, that did really, that did really- i thought that was gonna land. That yeah. land i'm like oh that sounded better in my head
1: <laughs> no no so i'm trying to connect with them so jessica sent me this this uh clip there's this uh, this uh this preacher and he's a really interesting uh instagram page and he said um he said in, he told a story about his kid and how he was trying to get his kid to come out of the room come out of your room you're in there all the time whatever and then they'd sit there awkwardly whatever So then he said, what I did, what I tried was I knocked on my kid's door and I said, Can I come "Um, in? Yeah. Hey, can I come in? Sure. And then I just sat on their bed and hung out and then they just started talking. And I tried that with my daughter and it totally worked. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. I knocked on the door. She was, you know, whatever, hanging out. And I said, hey, can I just sit here for a bit? Sure. And I sat down and like seven minutes later, we're talking about all kinds of different things. So meeting them where they're at basically, right? Your kids are playing video games. You're like, let me do this with you. And well, then you got bonding.
4: Well, yeah. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I just, it, you get caught in patterns of like, I always felt like I'm just coming down. I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm hammering. And uh, of course, I'm still trying to create opportunity to do things outside and be more active and like have like healthy habits established. But too, like, you got to understand, like they're having a lot of fun doing this thing. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, I don't want to be such a... Uh, tyrant you know so yeah. just to try and like i don't know show them a little bit of like interest in their world uh you know it was going pretty far so i was like i'm gonna try really hard to to keep it up for a bit but did you like the game or was it, is it mean, as dumb as you thought it's it was fine it's it, you know it's not as cool isn't as the it the one that they with? can
2: actually build like in in it right within it is Fortnite. like no time. that's minecraft you, I thought you could build your own levels and things I like that, for, probably, that. I think Fortnite's the one with
1: characters that they try to shoot each other to kill yeah, each other. Yeah, they try other, and right? shoot But each they're, like, weird-looking characters. Apparently,
4: and, like, Disney just created this whole, like, uh, map where uh, they just spent, like, I don't know, it was like, a couple billion or what? something to, yeah, to, to create this whole, like, uh immersive world where they have like Concerts. star wars they have like all wow. these yeah different kind of maps that they use but in skins this is a big thing is that, like they have they have very specific like like outfits and characters that like you can get only in that season So and so you like collect them and so they're a bit real big on that Tell me how
2: you guys you have to be able to see how this connects over to the Apple Google conversation Apple conversation Totally uh, the, goggles. the goggles yeah imagine remember we talked about i remember a long time ago when i brought up there was people that were like paying for like the the skins like digital skins to put like outfits and that was like the future is like gucci will not only sell a you know a thousand dollar garment but you could also get a digital version for x amount of dollars my son got ripped
1: off once for that Uh -uh. he had collected a skin somebody offered to buy no no he had offered to buy a skin he ended up paying the guy money not getting it in return it was his first lesson in in fraud so I, I
2: so <laughs> think about that. Like you know how we talked the other day. Like how you could like digitally put somebody else's face with the Apple yes. goggles. Uh, Imagine when you're going to be able to dress them or yourself. Like you'll have skins uh, like yeah, that, weird. like a
4: purple dragon. Yes, or something. I
2: mean, and you'll you'll and you'll pay that to be able to do that, and that'll be like a thing. Like a guarantee that's going to be a thing. That's so, weird. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, that's the part that I think I I worried the most about with my son is that you know, some of these ones that are so immersive that the things that he does in it, it is more the social interacting than, like, the yeah. actual, like... I guess I, I care less about, like, Call of Duty, race car games, things that it's just like that. It's like, but if, like, this is the way you... If he's
1: substituting real human Yeah, like, this
2: is like, like oh, I'm going to meet my friends, and we all meet yeah. in Fortnite, and that's the only way that we play and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. And I don't think that the, the move is, as a dad, just, no, you can't do those things. It's more, like, trying to fill it with other things or there's other things we do first before we, we do that. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. some sort of outdoor physical activity, chores, homework, yep. schooling all stuff, that. like yep. like checking all those boxes. Sports
1: still, uh, uh, and still, or sports are played physically. Yeah. Right. Now, like, or, personally. or like,
2: if we're going to play this in the virtual world, we're going to do this in the real world. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I think finding ways to, I mean, it's kind of like the diet thing, like we always yeah. talked about, right? Like the it's, we know this with adults. Why would it be any different with children? Like instead of telling them they can't have this thing, it's Let's like trying to add things into their life that you know are going to be beneficial yeah. for them socially, mentally, and physically. And, and, the totally. and,
4: and I think uh, you know, for me, it was like I saw a lot of good habits and patterns that, like Ethan, especially was like establishing, and he he just got his first job like uh, coaching these these young kids in, in his gymnastics That's so great uh, place. So I was like, you know, this is. Really, I like what he's doing. He's spending extra time. Uh, he goes right after school to go coach and then he trains right after that. And this was all on his own accord. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna try and like do something fun with him.
1: No, you guys are that's that's you guys are doing great with that. I, Arthur Brooks, he said that there was some data on c- connecting virtually versus in person, so like FaceTime and stuff like that. And they hey, found that you get the
2: dopamine, yeah, you miss the oxytocin, you don't get the oxytocin, yeah. Which which is, is the love hormone, right?
1: It, that's the that's how you develop uh, connection and love. Bond, yes, bonding, yes. right? But so the, the but the dopamine without the oxytocin is how you develop. It's like drinking seawater. Like oh, it's oh, never I'm, I'm quit drinking. Water. Yes, and it gets yeah. worse and worse and worse. And then you can't figure out why
2: you're anxious and depressed. Right. Because yeah. you, you need... think you're drinking all this water, but it's not. Yeah. Like through. yeah. yeah. I, I, think that's the, I think that is the, the area where the, these kids are missing is they think that they're being social because they're like, what are you talking about? I, I was but they're not. Playing with my friends. Yeah, but, but they're not. not.
1: Speaking yeah. of diet, you brought up diet. I want to talk about some of glutide and the GLP-1 uh, agonist. because Didn't you say the Rogan pro-
4: was going – tell me so what happened. Yeah. I listened to that episode. I mean, I've been listening to a few of his episodes lately where uh, it keeps getting uh, – they keep pointing attention to Ozempic uh, specifically and, like, some people they know that have had gastrointestinal side effects from it. Uh, and, and we've heard about the paralysis yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a really weird one, uh, actually. That this lady who um, she claimed that, like, she had, like, skin burns, uh, <laughs> like, in her genitals and things. Like, yeah, after using a similar semaglutide and so they 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 researched that and it was like of course not yeah yeah no but it was like she some really weird yeah some weird <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is this honey weird articles here? out Must be there the people yeah like reporting feedback that they're kind of they're trying to trace it back no. to
2: these, i mean remember we, we called the, the propaganda war is, yeah. is only going to ramp it's, up.
1: A, it's a medical intervention okay so it has there's always going to be potential side effects the data is pretty good though it's actually pretty dan- compared to any other weight loss intervention that's ever existed it crushes them in terms of potential side effects. risks and effectiveness. Here's the important thing, though, that I think that because there is some truth to something else that's being said, but people don't understand the context. If you lost weight on your own and all you did was eat less, that's all you did. You just ate less. What your body would do is it would lose fat and it would lose muscle. This is across the board. So Mm -hmm. the reason why you lose muscle along with the body fat is your body is trying to meet the new energy intake. So it's trying to create Balance, It'd be no different than you making less money and figuring out how to spend less money to, to, to balance it out. So if you just diet, you end up losing body fat and you end up losing muscle. This is why we always say, keep your protein intake high. That helps offset it and lift weights. Lift that weights, definitely yep. offsets it. Okay. So when people go on some GluTide or another GLP one agonist, cause there's more that are coming out, they'll lose 10, 15% of body weight pretty consistently. Okay. In the studies where people just do that, they also lose muscle. Well, it's because they're eating less. Mm-hmm. If they lift weights and eat higher pro- and make sure they hit their protein intake, they're going to lose body fat and not lose muscle. So that's the muscle loss like thing that people are talking about. It's that people just go on it and do nothing else. It's no different than going on a diet.
2: So I, I think I'm personally I'm I'm less pro it than I am anti it. Meaning, like I don't, I definitely am not like a huge fan of it. But if I had a client that wanted to use it, utilize it, I think that I would communicate exactly that so they understood it because I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it for these And the reason why that is, is because, take that out of the equation, that's all already one of the biggest challenges I ever had as a trainer and coach. Mm-hmm. We talk about it on the show at nausea totally. is that clients don't hit enough protein intake. Why is it always the number one thing that we say? Like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're not gonna do anything, change anything right now, just go hit your protein intake. Watch what that does for your, your overall diet. Watch what it does for your metabolism. Watch what it does for building muscle. If you add in lifting weights and and hitting your protein intake, the, then that grows even exponentially more. You get leaner, you build muscle. Yeah, but head. the problem is, that hurdle right there in itself is is less than half the people even accomplish that. So, Mm -hmm. and my my thought is that the same people that are challenged with doing that consistently are the ones that are most likely to want to buy this. So that's the problem I have. Uh Now, if you're the person who checks those boxes and you're like, Adam, I eat protein very consistently and I lift weights, then I see tremendous value in utilizing a tool like that. But that's just not most people, so buyer beware.
1: Yeah, if I was a trainer now, training people, And this was, is available. I would use it as a potential coaching tool. Okay. So in other words, semaglutide, it makes you eat less. Now it doesn't do so like the other medical interventions that existed before where it raises catecholamines, norepinephrine, you know, raises your heart rate. So like stimulant based appetite suppressant, like Adderall, right. Or, or something like that will do that. It works through a completely different mechanism in the brain um, but it does make you eat less. Now, the way I would work with a client is I, they would use this. And then we would learn how to work with the reduced appetite to develop new habits that we can then keep while going off. Yeah, I wouldn't do it without a coach yeah. because what will happen 100%. is, and I'll, I guarantee this is what will happen, you'll go off. And the behaviors will go back to where you were before because appetite goes back up. You've built no behaviors
4: around how to deal with you know. What's That's going how on. I look at it. I yeah. mean, if if people are just uh, getting prescribed these medications, but they don't have an actual plan with a coach attached, work with a coach. If work you work with it. a coach, yes. uh, yeah. Because too, like, you have to apply better behaviors. Like this all has to lead towards healthy behaviors in order for anything good to happen out of it. Uh, it's not like a miracle drug. It's no, just, it's just. What I do like about it is what Dr. Seed's kind of brought up when he was on the show about uh, you know lowering brain inflammation and and uh, providing that ability to make better cognitive decisions like it's it's a lot of times it's it's cloudy and it's you,
1: you know why we're not talking interrupted. about that we're not talking about that because the selling point is weight
4: loss. Yeah, I don't even care about
1: the exactly. weight loss like
4: I'm all about that. The
1: most exciting thing about the GLP-1s is it's potential to help rewire the brain with uh, habits that people use as coping mechanisms. So they find in data that studies that people drink
2: That's the alcohol. most interesting thing to me. Yeah. yeah. Th-
1: th- they'll stop smoking cigarettes. They're less likely to gamble. So that's interesting. That's where I think fascinating. That, yeah. Yes. But because people lose weight, because that's where a lot of people use, you know, that's how people cope yeah. mostly is they eat more food or whatever. That's the selling point, you know, yeah. even though, in my opinion, but if you're going to use it, work with a coach. It's no different in my opinion. Well, it's a little different, but it's similar to like hiring a trainer and you show up because you know the trainer's waiting for you there. If if you always rely on that, the second you're not working with a trainer, you're going to stop working out. But if you work with a trainer and then that allows you to take that next step to build that, that behavior, that habit, to to get things moving, then a trainer can be extremely valuable. That's how I think of something like like
2: some you know, Speaking of like inflammation in the brain, so with that, did I hear you say that the 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 Ned's Brain Blend does that? Is it have? Is it got anti-inflammatory properties to it? Like how cannabinoids
1: does that- in general um, can yeah. can reduce uh, inflammation in general. Too many cannabinoids, like if you like if you smoke a lot of weed, um, then it will have some kind of negative. Because yeah, I thought
2: that I thought obviously smoking weeds inflammatory, but yeah. that's also because you're ingesting this hot smoke, right? And, and oh, the, else the actual
1: weird. smoke, yes. But if you consume it, it's all anti-inflammatory across the board. But it does cause some pruning of some parts of the brain, which is why you get like the, the the memory loss with it. But the brain blend from Ned is pretty amazing. So it doesn't have it's it's got cannabinoids that don't have an effect on the body like THC. Um, it's got higher amounts of cannabinoids that have been shown to be pro neuronal health, so the health of the brain. And then there's other compounds in there like lion's mane that have been shown to be. Good for the brain as well, and I can really because I so I haven't had yeah, you cannabis. Can feel in, the effects of it. I haven't had cannabis in like months now, right? Cause I've been off completely. The brain blend, like I feel. That big time now. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that, yeah, and yeah. within forty minutes, it's. Like, I remember what a difference it was when I stopped podcast. when I stopped
2: smoking, and then you using that because I noticed it before, but not like like the no, because I'm
1: like more sensitized now. Because yeah, it wasn't yeah. so. Do
2: you feel like there's a um, like that it, it peaks, or is it one of those things where the more you take it, it starts to compound like other like adaptogens that we've talked about before, oh. where it's like. Do you feel like the consistency of using it, the the effects are compounding? Or do you feel like you feel the most at the beginning because it's novel and then your body kind of plateaus off it? Can I think you? the second one, yeah. yeah. I think your body
1: adapts to cannabinoid, uh, like like, like continual chronic cannabinoid use, so I think
2: so there might even be value in like yeah. cycling that or only yeah, using he's it intermittently for, yeah, yeah or only using it for specific things right I'm trying to get this out of it for yep. this event or speaking engagement exactly
1: yeah whatever. so it's got bacopa in there that's uh, for blood flow to the brain oh, it's got lion's mane in there which is great for again for growing new you know neuronal connections Siberian ginseng which is an adaptogen along with all the other cannabinoids so that's that's what makes it work um, so damn well mm. it's, my, it's it's my favorite one. That's yeah. the one I use uh, before we podcast. Typically, love, love it, but I wouldn't use it uh, every single day. I think on a daily uh, basis, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use. It. I would use it more like three days a week, yeah. type of deal. Yeah,
2: or like I said, just cycle on and off, or use it intermittently for specific things. Right, mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. I always found like using like when we would go do live events, like the calming stuff for the sleep blend and things like that. Speaking was-
1: of speaking of which, did you know that they they did a huge pardon of uh, people in federal prisons for cannabis related. I know they talked about that. Can you really? look that up, Doug? I, I think you have to, it has to be like, a, there's like a certain threshold, but I think they're like pardoning everybody hmm. and getting them out of, you know, of course it's election season. They need more v- voters, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Conveniently wait till now. Yeah. Huh? I want to know how, I want to know how many and then what are the stipulations. Like if you went into prison for, I, I
1: think you can't have other violent, any violent crime or anything like that. I think it's just like, just the cannabis. That's system.
2: a lot of people though, bro. There's a lot of people in jail for just like moving weed. Oh yeah. So I, I'm curious to like. There had to been like a if it was under a certain amount because if you just let go of everybody who's in jail just for, for- when
1: you were in the in the when you were in the, what does it say, Doug? It's see? for it's for use and uh yeah
3: use and simple possession.
2: Yeah, so not distribution. Okay.
1: So if you're Correct. a dealer,
2: okay, yeah, yeah you're yeah. yeah I was gonna say because that, <laughs> that would like clear a lot of people. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people in there for. What for-
1: was the law when you were in the space medically legal in California? Yeah, but the federal law was like not was was what was it like if there was X amount if you had X amount th- then it was like ten years. Well,
2: you well what the federal law could do is they could come after you for what every individual state would do. So like say for example you knew somebody who was sending a pound of weed from California to Florida every single oh they uh, fly over they fly over you are you could be held to the maximum penalty of that state. and then they get added up. Yes,
4: or, no way. Oh, wow. Yes.
2: Yes, this is
1: how stupid our laws are. Yes. I'm not saying that that should be fully legal, but right. y- you know, you got child molesters and you got people breaking into houses and shit like yeah. they don't get thirty five, fifty, a hundred years. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of people getting hundreds of years in jail. Oh for, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's the dumbest thing. I've ever no, it's life. it was crazy how and for marijuana of all the things too. that's so stupid. Uh, and so there's a lot of people in prison for stuff like that. They that or they cross state lines with a bunch of it inside their car or something like that. So that there's there's a lot of people. That's why I was like, there's no way they're letting go of people that. No, it's just that, simple
1: that, possession and, and stuff like that. Which that's even more crazy, yeah. right?
2: Can you imagine like getting caught and you got a couple joints on you or something like that yeah. and then going well, to how prison? How many
4: states are still like schedule one with it?
1: Uh, it's Not like a Texas ton, is, but there are definitely yeah, some. No, I think Texas now is, decriminalized. is medical. Yeah, I think yeah. it's medical now i'm not mistaken i think Florida's even medical okay but there's some i think there's a couple states in the south where you're like uh. Uh-uh. oh yeah, yeah it's
2: still there's still places yeah, there yeah. i don't know anymore there's, there's I'm not, a I'm lot not in on the there's, there's some, some countries
1: i don't yeah. i think singapore might even be. One. i'm not sure but there's some countries that if they test your blood and they find <laughs> thc in there it's considered possession and you get either executed or life Wow. Executed? Dude. Yes. What? what? Yes. That's crazy. There are countries is like it, that. Is
2: it isn't Dubai like super strictly like that out there? If Dubai finds it
1: in your blood, I think you go to jail for a long ass time. What? Yeah. What, what
2: do you are you pulling up, Doug? What do you got for me?
3: Well, twenty seven states and the District of Columbia have decriminalized small amounts of marijuana. Okay. It doesn't give me any specifics on uh, so half basically the yeah, other yeah, ones.
1: Yeah. But, but I think Dubai is one of those where if they catch you, yeah and you're somebody got caught in Dubai. Was it ended up in jail? Some of them will actually. They still do public uh, caning.
2: I do feel like too. It's, it's at, the, it's at the, <laughs> the discretion of the, the, the cop all the time and stuff too, right? So there's, there's yeah, a lot it of it sucks. is how it's written up, right? So they can. The reason why I always felt safe doing what we were doing was that I, it was me and my my partner uh, business partner. Like we we had clean records. We, we we did everything that we could. It was we were operating in the gray, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like I did things like I went and got my cultivating license to where I could have up to ninety nine plants. Yeah. I got that to where I could be carrying up to ten pounds on me, and so and I would I had that laminated. I would put it like in a diver's bag. I'd have it on yeah, but there. If somebody wanted to mess with you, right? Right. So like, if you wanted to c- come get me, like you had the ability. You absolutely, I could have been in huge trouble for a lot of things. But I was leaning on. Okay, I'm trying to operate as legitimately as possible, and so if I get nailed I'm hoping that what's, that
1: what's the sketchiest like most scared besides the, the I can't say that on air oh okay I've heard the story I, I can tell you gnarly. people and yeah. I know, I know <laughs> stories
2: of people there's a lot of sketchy, sketchy stuff for sure that I, I had to do. Back What's the, then. what
1: is the statute of limitations on that? Like yeah, I don't know. To, yeah, 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 one, day, up, the, one day. Oh, we I can can't do, wait to hear one day stories. we can do
2: an episode where we talk about it when I can't go to jail for all that stuff. Oh but, yeah, Adam uh, tells yeah. it all. I don't know what is that. What like what are what are the laws on on that? And then well,
1: I know also, for taxes it's seven years, right? Huh? I think for taxes it's seven years if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. They can like they can go back and check your taxes up to seven years So if it's like eight years ago, you
2: could You know it'd be so that. interesting too. It's like how much like 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 who's to say that like our, our this is a show, right? So yeah. I'm telling a story, right? So what if I Don't could, give away your secret right? <laughs> if you need to use that <laughs>
4: like how this much This guy named Schmadam.
2: How like yeah. how much could you I uh, I you, know a guy once. Yeah, 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 right. I know a guy who did this, like but I mean there's still there's still lots of Shady business going on like that. So I mean, for
3: drug offenses, uh the prosecution must commence within three years of the offense being committed according oh, to the law. I'm oh, good. The statute of limitations is in effect as long as you are in the state of California. This is California specific.
5: Oh
2: that doesn't count. We're well, talking federal. Well,
3: well, federal. Yeah. So
2: you, you explain that again? So you you might say I heard two things there. I heard yeah. like in California I'm fucked no matter what forever. And then you I know, heard
3: I think the statute of limitations three years in California. They have to they have to prosecute you within, within three, three years. years. Oh, that's
2: good. This is all yeah. Long, long time ago so we could talk about that uh again.
3: yeah it looks federally it looks like it's five years
2: mm-hmm. oh so you're still good yeah okay. the, the scariest you're thing a free man getting Adam. your money back that's always a, was the scariest. Mm-hmm. because when you do stuff like you no one thinks about that right in a in a situation in a transaction like that is g- is getting the money like the money is always the hardest part it was actually never the marijuana it was never the cannabis it was always getting your money like if you send somebody ten pounds or oh, twenty pounds right. of marijuana, well, imagine how much money you're talking about—sixty to a hundred thousand dollars in cash. Well, that's a big pile of money, and nobody, by the way, has bank stacks of hundreds. So, so what's it's the like, 20s? yeah, it's like whatever. It's like any whatever they can put together. And so, how do you how do you get that? How do you pick that up? How do you carry that? Like you're not putting it in a bank anywhere. And so, and if this person is not in the same state as you are, like imagine. Having to to move that that was always the scariest part. And the and then in the in the in the space, uh, we called that tax right because you just you lose you lose a lot, and it's just part of the. It's oh, just,
1: people lose. Money, yeah, so even know. though
2: you're running a business that's cash in in black market or gray market, you still you gotta still, pay somebody. You still gotta pay your taxes, and uh. that's kind of how you would talk about it. Is just that like. Oh, like I paid my tax. I lost $30,000 this week because oh. somebody stole it or got nabbed or whatever the case may be. So, oh, that makes sense. But you don't think about that stuff. You don't think about the... Yeah. Like you're, people are so eager to make the money and you're so focused on that. But then it's like, oh shit, Like, how do I actually get that money to me? Mm-hmm. And then once it finally gets to me, what can I actually do with that? You like, can't do much. Yeah, you
1: if you, if go, you go buy something over you, ten, you know, nine 10, grand, 15, nine oh, grand. Okay. So
2: anything over nine grand will trigger an automatic flag. So you can't walk in anywhere and buy anything you can't go over buy nine a, grand.
1: A, a car with cash. You can't
2: put more than nine grand into your bank account at one time without it triggering all these things. So it's like, what do you, what do you do? Well, then it? it's it sounds like a good problem to have, but you know, you'll never starve. But then it's like you can't really make any real moves. And the, and we structure society in a way. That it does not benefit the, the cash rich person at all. Like, it's we're about credit, mm. you know, where it's like it's all about having good credit. And if you don't, if you're not in the system and you're not paying all these high taxes, like you could have all the cash in the world, but you can't even go buy like a suburban home, you know, because you don't have any way to prove you can pay for that loan. And you certainly can't go take yeah. all that cash. God, that's so. interesting.
4: Speaking of marijuana, you guys see uh, <laughs> Pearl Jams coming out with a new album? What? Yeah. For real, yeah. a real one, or is yeah. it
2: like a remake of the greatest hits, or no, so? brand like,
4: new, brand no new, way. and they're releasing oh. like in a, I don't know, a week or two, like a, a single off of it. They're
2: the greatest. I'm excited. Band. They're the greatest band. Are they the all still first. together too? There's no one's broken up from it. I Do think you know? so.
4: I think. I think. I don't know if anybody's died. Interesting play. Have you like dove into like why now and what the what the deal? I mean, is I mean, they've still been touring, and the, the thing is, like, I've I've been trying so hard to get tickets to go to a show. I've never been. And they came here to the Bay Area, and it was like you had to be on a waiting list and follow them yeah. to to even get a time period to like try and get a ticket. And wow. like we we just never made it. So. They're
1: for, they're the best, in my opinion, the I've best. Heard they're awesome. They're the line. best band of the nineties. Yeah, that's my that's my hundred percent. It is opinion.
4: sad because it's like they're like one of the remaining. Oh my god, I didn't even know they did bands. I didn't know they did an, a new album in twenty
1: twenty. So Eddie Vedder still still in it
4: too? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, wow.
1: I didn't know they did a new album in 2020. Did you know that? Really? No, I
4: didn't. Yeah, I didn't didn't even know they did. Yeah. They did another one? Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. I can't wait. But I mean,
4: every other band, it's like their their front man died, you know? Like, they were like one of the few (laughs) grunge bands left. You know
2: what the name is going to be? What? Uh, Dark Matter. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's on April 19th. So, April 19th, it's it's supposed to drop.
1: Speaking of things that are coming out. Did, did you guys like the movie I Am Legend back when it yeah. came out? One of the better zombie movies. Yeah, right? yeah. So, right? yeah, don't yeah, you, you don't thought, like it that much? I thought, I thought, I thought Are you a zombie, zombie genre? Do you like yeah, zombie Yeah, genre? I like John. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Was it forty-eight days later? That was freaky. That's the one that that changed the the, the course of zombie movies. is that, that, that a
2: Rob Zombie movie. Isn't that Rob Zombie who that's did not, that? It's, no. It's, Which yeah, one was, did he do? He did. Oh, oh he, he did the. Did, the uh, you don't want to watch his. Show, so that's <laughs> too much. <laughs> that's yeah, what I thought it was. Which one did he do? He did the uh, Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, right. House oh, oh, of a Thousand Corpses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. His movies, I was like, too much. Like you watching, like feel like I don't feel good. This is not good. But is it 48 Days Later or 28 Days Later? What's it oh, called? 28
4: Days. It must so, have been a follow-up.
1: Yeah, because zombie movies got super campy for a while. <laughs> they, <what>? Part two. <laughs> Part two. 48 Days Later. 6 yeah.
4: minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no, because you know, zombie movies were, remember when we were kids, they were stupid because zombies were slow and everybody made fun of them. Yeah. Then they came out with, I think it's 28 Days Later, and they were fast and aggressive and scary, and it totally changed. So I Am Legend was, so anyway, I Am Legend 2 was coming out.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, dude. But like Will Smith was in the last one. Is he going to be in this he one? Is. I don't even remember uh, how that one ended. Do we forgive Will Smith yet? Is At the it? very
2: end, it looks like
1: he <laughs> commits suicide to take out a bunch of them. So obviously he survived or whatever. I think, um, right? Am I is that the ending of it? Never saw it. I think
2: oh, it's it. so good. That watch good good films, yeah. so that's right. It was a good movie. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I mean, it was all right. Like I am not into that stuff at oh, all. Oh, yeah, all. you I, get
4: scared. Yeah. That's right. What was yeah, that? I, forgot. I forgot. The the scared. one series that um it it was it was a video game series that that they had uh, fungus was was the cause oh, of Oh, that was good. Everybody becoming that. zombies. It was a cord. It was a cordyceps thing. Cordyceps. I take that every day. <laughs> oh yeah. What out. was the? You guys were all excited about. Uh, I liked the idea of that.
2: Last the year there was like a yeah. like a zombie thing like yeah. that. That you guys were. It all, was actually
1: really yeah. smart. It was really smart. So what happened? You guys talked about it one I time, talking it. about how amazing it was. was, never it, was
4: it wasn't like uh something I'm like jumping up and down. Oh, so you promoting. went through the whole season. I, yeah, I saw the whole thing. I, I
1: watched like half the season and then I don't finish it. Yeah. yeah.
2: How can you talk about something about how you like it so much and then you can't even finish the season? Great, it? it was a great it was a great. That season. should be a rule for now on. <laughs> huh? I don't want to hear shit from you guys Why? until you've watched a full season of something. Why? Yeah, but because what about it's about like the concept it was like it's legit. a reputation. Like we're gonna get known as like a terrible podcast for recommending <laughs> shows because up, no, of you guys. We're not, dude. Because are like one episode, you're like this is amazing. Go yeah. watch this, guys. was like oh, I didn't even uh, finish. This it, was it was
4: good. It was good. I got good ratings. Is, uh, everybody,
2: everybody liked like the creator, creator I was
4: promoting. I, I
2: got a good I feedback just, on that.
1: I liked the premise. I thought it was a smart. I got some of the smartest smart. ones. Watch every, every, oh. a
2: Netflix. What is it's it? called uh Lo- Lover Stalker Killer. Okay. So uh, based on a true story. It's really good. I know Courtney will like it cuz I know she yeah, likes she to, like, murder thriller, mm. murder, yeah. like mystery. And it was like Is one it of the story? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's it. And it's what do they what do they call that when they reenact it or whatever? A, a, docu- a docudrama. Yeah. Perhaps? something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Sure. So it's like they they hire actors, but then the then So they tell the story, but then yeah, they but the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. They inter, they're interviewing the real people, right? Yeah. So you're getting to see them and then they like narrate the story, but then there's people acting out like the the whatever happened. But it was one that uh I can't remember the last time I saw a true story where the, a true crime story where I'm watching it and I can't figure it out as I'm going through it. Like it th- was that good. Was that good mm. where like until the end you're like, get the fuck out? Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you hear right, they open it up with the with the the cops and the agents of that saying, like, this so- was the most twisted like story I've ever we've ever had a case we've ever had to solve. Mm. So it's really, it's really interesting. And what's even more interesting about it is that it may never have gotten solved had another group of agents picked it up years later. Really? Yes. How God? Can you imagine being a woman
1: trying to date online nowadays? <laughs> like what? What? Like how do you know? You have no idea. Bro, yeah, you're is, gonna let's hey, meet up for lunch. This no, is a how about dude. If don't?
2: This is a dude getting stalked. What? Yes. Well, it makes it even more interesting. To get killed? I'm not gonna say. I'm not oh, gonna say how it goes down. Watch it. You guys will like it. It's oh good. yeah.
1: Just as like another dude stalked him because that <laughs> happens. <laughs> no.
2: As a girl, no, yeah, it's a girl. That's not wow, spoiling that's anything. Well, that's like
1: Fatal Attraction. Remember Fatal Attraction? I mean, it's, it's rare, though. You gotta
2: watch it. You gotta watch it. And it also too, it's like it, it. It's intertwined with the you know the online you know plenty of fish and dating online type of stuff too. So it makes you kind of your wheels spin a little bit. So, on weird. That, so. I
1: want I wanted to uh, mention something because I just experienced uh, this again. We've talked about this before. You're out of mentions today. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to go ahead and say it? <laughs> <we'd>, uh... <laughs> so. Uh, um for a while there i was eating store-bought um beef and red meat and i i didn't piece it together all this has happened a couple times and i was getting more inflamed because i ate so much red meat and then i went back to the grass-fed from butcher box big difference it makes a big difference if you eat a lot of meat it makes yeah. a huge difference and i can feel it in my my body and my joints and everything that i well i think remember.
2: especially somebody like you because of all of us you probably eat the most red meat if you're every day you would, wouldn't you I'm say probably a pound a yeah, day a,
4: that's a lot that's yeah, a, yeah. every day oh, yeah,
2: probably match that Justin's, yeah, yeah. Justin's up
4: there I'm a big beef eater
2: yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> <I> wonder, <laughs> that maybe, sounds weird I don't maybe like that. that's why you're so puffy you think you're just inflamed all the no, time
4: You no. <laughs> talking about <laughs> you yeah. I eat high grade <laughs> butcher box meat He's dude, always,
2: this, this is a body fat <laughs> yeah <is> just,
4: just <laughs> some swelling actually I've had a lot of people tell me my Tomation like it looks like no
2: bro you look puffy I told you that's it's always when I feel insecure
4: Adam always always comes to
1: you when he's feeling bad about yeah, yeah, himself yeah and I, mean, everybody I, felt, knows- I felt, yeah Every time we pass the ice cream I, I, shop, he's like, hey, I bring bro. him in. You know, oh, dude. like, dude, hey, bro, our, our
2: faces look hella fat lately. You, you notice know, that, <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah you you know, know, that I feel like a, we're
1: losing muscle. Still, Can you tell? Hey, I still <laughs> get messages from that interview we did with, with where I you know, look like, bro, it's because we were in London. Fat angles, I, was eating, fat I was eating hella gluten and whatever. It I looked at that. I think that was more just why is my face look so big? a camera. It was a camera. No, it wasn't, dude. My face was that big. It, it was. was oh yeah. like. No, I look like I looked Charlie like a, Brown. It was like a planet. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. It was, it was What's that one cartoon that kids watch? I used to remember. Ryan hate it. it. Looks like the uh, is it oh, the kid's bald? It looks like a. Kid. It looks, does it look like he's well? Caillou. Yes. Uh, what is that? Caillou. Caillou you ever watch Caillou? No, i am never heard most annoying that. cartoon it's 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 ever made. The stupidest, most annoying cartoon of all. Oh really? Yeah, and it's like this
4: big bald kid. Like you know, when you think about it, something's wrong with that kid. Why is he? Yeah. You, maybe there was something and so now we're assholes yeah. you know, but Ma-
2: but. i tell you i i've probably been the most lenient on the ipad and tv lately because max has fallen in love with this numbers oh well he's just learning I mean, like crazy yes yeah, like let him doing, learn he doesn't even know it, he's doing multiplication <laughs> I'm like my I'm like, does because he's just singing the songs that are in the show and stuff and i'm like That's okay awesome. yeah i was like it's not often like i'm dad's Super pro Dude. watching cartoons, but this cartoon is like teaching him math, and it's brilliant.
1: So right? I told you, we told that my son the TV's broken, right? Yeah. So like the TV's broken, but he still tries, and he's like, "Well, let's do this. Let's do the iPad." Yeah. So I just, you know, every once in a while you see a trait of yourself and your kid, and your ego just puffs up a little bit, right? So he goes up to, he goes up to Jessica, and he goes and he does this with his hands. He goes, "So, mom, what are those videos called <laughs> where Enjoy. you learn?" From them. She's good. like educational. He goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I watch an educational video? I'm in the kitchen. I'm dying. Like he's trying to sell Man. his mom. I'm watching something little, by salesman saying, in action. Oh, yeah. I was good. like there was pride, you know. I, I know. told I told her, I said, let him have this one. Yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> let, let him, let him have it. Let dude. him win some time yeah, Let him win pitch. a little bit because that was a good that yeah, was a, that was for good. a three-year-old. That was good.
2: Educational. Right, right. Yeah, right it's more On the way here, like we Katrina texted me. She said Max caught her off guard because. She was telling him, I guess uh, the last couple of days at school, he hasn't been eating his lunch. And so uh, she's telling him before she's dropping him off. Hey, today you need to make sure you eat your lunch. I saw you didn't eat your lunch. He goes, why? What will happen? And she was like, uh, oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had to like think about it. Like, <laughs> <that way. Yeah. laughs> what am I going to do if you don't do that? Right. Yeah. Like, I was so caught off guard. So like, the best thing I'd come I come up with was like, not well, then lot, you won't be able to have yeah. any of your snacks. And I was like, okay, that made sense. Uh, that was logical. But she's like, yeah, he's now at that age where we're starting to challenge things like that. And you better be on your toes to be able to explain it. I, I That was something, a commitment. Uh, I've made myself is that I don't ever want to default to because daddy told you so like I always want and it's hard because they catch you off guard like that well not just
1: that you just want them to do what you want Right. You know, but right. really you want them to do it because they understand and That's they right. want to,
2: not because of you. That's right. Yeah. And I, I think that as parents, it's it's really easy to default because I'm dad and yeah. I said so. Do what and I it's, said. Yeah, and it's like That's how no. I grew up. so I I I challenged mm-hmm. myself to like in those moments, like, you know, and it can be obviously a pain in the ass because it goes deeper and deeper, right? Why, 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 mm-hmm. why? And it's like, yeah, but I want to be able to explain the logic of why I'm telling you or making you do these things, not simply because dad told you so. And so it's always funny, though, when they, he catches you off guard because you're not always ready for the why or what will happen or whatever. It's
1: like this. This is how I heard it communicated because I grew up like that. I grew up like, you just, this is what I, told I think you. all of us and did. Do, that yeah. was
2: like our generation was. Yeah, most was, people. Yeah. Right? And,
1: and it gets the job done is what it does. But the way I was, it was explained to me where it made sense, it's like, do you not rob a bank because you're afraid of going to jail or because it's wrong? Right. There's a big difference. I was right. like, oh, okay, I can see that.
2: Yeah. And I also, I mean, I want my son to be able to challenge authority intelligently. Yes. Right. Yes. And so just he's going to be told to do a lot of stuff. Right. So I don't yeah. want, I don't want, because I'm the authority in the house and I told you, so you have to just listen to authority. I'm pretty
1: sure with your genetics, he's going to question. It. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's going to do whatever. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he's opposite. already, he's already doing that. The hardest thing for me right now is he's, he's so, he's a, he's a very sensitive kid. Like, so like, that's the, the challenge right now is like, you know his he is he will default to like crying like that mm-hmm. he's you know like someone takes something from him like that right now we're having to work with that like if when other kids either bully or take stuff like that it's teaching him how to stand up for himself yeah. and not just come cry like, you,
1: no 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 no, no don't we punch don't punch him in the face That's
2: right. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, <laughs> push him down when he's in the sand push bus. him
1: down <laughs> it feels better than crying no don't
2: do that <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just kidding but well, that that I can tell already. Like that yeah. will be that'll be our challenge. Is you know he he'll, he'll default. He's such a sweet kid that he defaults to the the crying over something like that. Yeah. And it's like I'm trying to get him to no no no, no we don't cry over that. My, Let's use our words.
1: My my son and my brother's son they'll get together and they'll fight with each other sixty percent of the time, and then forty percent of the time they'll play with each other. But when they fight, it is hilarious. So we got to separate them. We gotta, uh, Then they'll take one toy and then, but they they were together a few weeks ago and my, my son took something from him. My brother's son took it back. So Aurelius hits him. Right. So he holds his face. We separate them. Okay. Mm -hmm. 40 minutes later. Okay. 40 minutes later, they're leaving to say goodbye say goodbye to each other they walk up to each other and you know my, my my nephew Angelo looks at my and he remembered he looked at him boom hit him back and no <laughs> yeah. right oh, before he left uh, Bro. oh we were, oh,
2: we were laughing remember. so hard yeah <laughs> my brother and I were like oh no we're oh, cracking my up. God. And, oh my yeah, god so do the, okay so in a but, situation so like, do, do, do. The wi- do the wives freak out uh, the, no like- they're really good okay everybody yeah gone. they're
1: really good about it and you know like w- you know if he hits the other kid you go and take care of the other kid first to show them like hey this isn't yeah. Are you okay? And yeah. then, hey, you, if you do that, I'm not going to let you do that. You can't do that anymore, type yeah. of deal. But they're going to do. I mean, when I was a kid, my oh my god, my, my cousins and I used to fight all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. It yeah. well, was and you had. I mean, it was at, Royal Rumble. You have melee. You have
2: uh, what we just explained the the extreme opposites of the spectrum. Right, you have your son who's like quick to defend himself, yeah. like take my shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you have my son who's going to default and go to crying. It's like, and you want something in the middle, right? Yeah. You want him to be. They have able to learn, to, right? You yeah. want him to be able to stand up for himself, but then also not just resort to yeah. violence or. They you know, learn to re- It's what's yeah. called it. it's right. self-regulation.
1: Right. Is what they're learning is how to, how to self-regulate right. that type right. of deal. So, oh. but anyway, watching it's kind of funny, especially my brother and I, because we're just cracking up. <laughs> <on the side. laughs> yeah.
2: What are we? Uh, what do we shout out? Are we, we are shout little-
1: out the the certification that's happening here? The, i would say so let's when, when is uh what's sh- the
2: dates on that are you talking about shallows yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: Prescript. he'll be doing he'll be hosting it here at mind pump and uh jordan shallow one of the smartest people in our space period and a story now what and he also is like he walks the walk the dude isn't just a a, a scholar he's also a powerlifter and trains athletes no he's brilliant yeah he's amazing
2: what okay what are we doing though for our audience i know that if <clears throat> the first is it 10 so the first 10 can actually
3: come into the studio and watch a recording. Okay. And then everybody else will have a Q&A session with us. Okay. I can meet and greet as
2: well. This and, is what of
3: uh, the day before. Swag
2: bag. So on Friday. So what we're doing
1: So March is, 15th is the Q&A. It says here. Uh, and then
2: it says 16th and 17th. Which I think is Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So if, I be- if this is correct- That's correct. Check- is that right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's, so everybody, if you sign up for this and you're, you come to the thing with Jordan, you have the option to come a day early- hang out with us here mm-hmm. we'll do we'll do a live Q&A for I don't know how many hours that Katrina's blocked off for us the first 10 people to sign up for this like right now will have the opportunity to watch a live recording also awesome. And, and you they'll go also to get
1: the it's pre-script.com forward slash mind dash pump dash PS is that L? L1 one PSL1 one. they need a better uh, <laughs> we up, up we down down, down left right select links. A B start <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it'll be in the show notes <laughs> yeah it's in the show notes so check it out yeah refer to that At this point, you've probably heard that probiotics can greatly improve your health. It's true. The right probiotics can make a difference with gut health, brain health, and some studies shown to reduce anxiety and even depression. Most people notice an improvement in their skin and their digestive system. Well, anyway, there's a company called Seed. They make the world's best probiotic hands down. These are the world's leading researchers that have constructed this company. This is a probiotic that actually delivers. So if you've tried probiotics, Try Seed. This one will blow you away. Anyway, go to Seed.com forward slash Mind Pump. Use the code 25MINDPUMP and get 25% off your first month's order of Seed's Daily Symbiotic. All right, back to the show. Our first caller is Daniel from Switzerland.
6: Daniel, what's up? What's going on? Hey, guys. How, How are you doing, man? Oh, my God. that's This is the surreal moment. It's right. crazy.
1: <laughs> How can we help you? Nice to see you. Thank you. All right,
6: so I'm just going to jump in my uh, on my question. The email I wrote. So I love the podcast and really appreciate what you guys do. Uh, so I'm 38 years old. I live in Switzerland. I've been training on and off for the past few years, but now I'm very consistent since December 2021. And I'm going to the gym five times a week, Monday to Friday after work. I follow a body split, uh, body part split program, and. Visually, I sent in some pictures, I think I am maybe at 17 or 18% body fat, could be more. Um, I look and feel great compared to what I was in my 20s. I'm 38 now, as I said, and I feel that maybe I should start uh, TRT. I do have low energy levels, but I haven't uh, tested, well, when I sent this email, uh, I didn't get tested because it's a bit difficult to get tested here in Switzerland, but I finally uh, convinced my doctor to test and uh, I came back at uh, 377. Um, I'm really in it uh, if I want to go into TRT for losing uh, body fat, ma- mainly aesthetics. I can finally see my abs, so I really like that, uh, but I would like to look more into you know sh- getting shredded and more ripped. I'm leaning towards uh, your uh, either maps, anabolic, or aesthetics. But when I sent in this question, uh, I was thinking about that, about that. But um, I ended up buying aesthetics in your um, Black Friday sale. So I'm at phase three right now. Um, but yeah, I just would love to hear uh, about TRT. And, uh, but I also think that seems like a lifelong uh, solution. And also, very quickly, I'm a short guy. I'm 5 feet 4 inches, so I have small wrists. Uh, I do uh, dumbbell bench press um, uh, with 34 kilograms uh, each dumbbell. But getting the dumbbell from the rack to the bench is a struggle. How do I improve my uh, grip strength?
1: Okay. All right. Let's start with the testosterone. So what would be clinically labeled as low testosterone would be below 300, uh, nano. I think it's, what is it? Nanograms per nanoliter. I don't know what the nanograms per deciliter. Sorry. So you're, you're on the cusp, right? If you're suffering from symptoms of low testosterone and you're on the line, then you would want to talk to a hormone specialist that does this and see if they'll, if they'll work with you. The typical, uh, general practitioner will go right off of the, what their, what, what their numbers say, which is. They typically won't give a man testosterone, especially if he's in child, uh, you know, like infertility years, right? Years where you're going to want to have a child. If you don't have kids, they're going to be very reluctant to put you on testosterone because it can make it so that you can't have kids um, unless your testosterone's like below 300, right? Um, But you're on the line. You've got symptoms of low testosterone. There's lots of things that people can do with their lifestyle to raise their testosterone. I've seen some quite successful changes with people but you'd want to work with a hormone specialist, um, who does this. And, and, And typically what they'll do is they'll base it off of the number and symptoms. So it's a combination of both. So like someone who's, you know, 400, uh, but they have symptoms of low testosterone, they'll get put on TRT or somebody who's at 400 and has, and feels perfectly fine. They won't be put on TRT. So it's a combination of things when you speak to the actual, um, specialist. As far as grip strength is concerned, you would want to do a you know maybe one or two sets of, of specific grip-strengthening exercises when you work out maybe your back or your biceps. It's typically a good combination. So like a set of a dumbbell hold or a farmer walk um, is usually enough to speed up the process of strengthening the grip. And then using chalk typically helps. And if you work out in a gym that doesn't allow using chalk – then you can use liquid chalk, which most gyms are totally <laughs> fine with.
6: What
2: is, what is the rest of your, your day slash life look like? Right? What do you do for work? And you know, uh, what's your sleep routine like? And do you have like normal hours? Like, tell me a little bit about like your, like your routine and your, your daily life.
6: So, uh, I'm, I'm a, an accountant, so I have a very, uh, sad, no, I'm just joking. Very, <laughs> um, <laughs> desk job. I, um, I sit on my, on the desk eight hours. Um, my sleep is really bad. Um, I have, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea and I have the CPAP Mm -hmm. machine, which, which is just a nightmare to, to be on the whole night. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a six year old who comes at about three o'clock at night in our bed. And then one of us, which is really me, have to go uh, in Uh the guest room and, I'm not going to, you know, take my machine with me at three o'clock at night. So uh-huh. after that sleep is just, uh, is it, really bad. And, and, and I, and I believe that that may be one of the causes of my low oh, yeah. T. Oh yeah. yeah it's oh yeah. Probably
4: the major one.
6: Yeah. Yeah you, yeah, you you could.
1: I mean, fixing your sleep could could raise your testosterone yeah. by 60 percent. I, mean, I want to s- put you
2: well in a nice range. I want to send you a different program of ours too, because I don't think Maps Aesthetic is the most appropriate for what you no got way. going on right yeah, now. No. So I would do Maps Anabolic. So 15? we're gonna. I'll send I'll send Maps, or MAPS Sana- 15, 15. Yeah, Maps Anabolic or Maps fifteen, either one are fine. I'm gonna send you Maps Anabolic just because that's our foundational program, and I think that between that and really solving the the bad thing is is going to like sleep is going to be uh, huge and I don't know if that means uh, before getting it interrupted you move your stuff into the other room and you actually start the night out sleeping in the in the guest room I know obviously for marriage that's not always the most ideal situation but you know maybe maybe you guys hang out and then right before she falls asleep, that's when you kind of cut out and then go to the other room just because you know that's gonna to happen to you because getting your sleep disrupted every night like that and then not being able to have your machine that helps you get into deep sleep oh, yeah. is 100% affecting your hormone levels. I mean mm. that's probably the main reason why you feel tired or slash weak and that your TR and your testosterone levels are low. And so solving that, while simultaneously scaling back on the volume in your training, those two things alone should you, sh- you should see positive benefits in the building muscle, leaning out direction for sure.
1: Totally, yeah. Uh, you you, you got to train appropriately and fix your sleep. I've seen a person's testosterone double just from fixing their sleep. I, I mean, I've had cli- yeah, uh, um,
6: especially when it's low. I, I like my routine of going to the gym five times a week, like a work week, so that I have a routine, and I and if I miss one day, I just feel so bad. Is is there a version of anabolic in which maybe I can split something so I'm going yeah. every yeah. day?
1: You can, yeah. or you could go to the gym and do and walk and do some mobility. I mean, you can still take that time for yourself, but just yeah. too much volume, especially with crappy sleep, is going to. I mean, you're not helping yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. There's two
2: ways you could do that. You can yeah. cut anabolic in half and literally make it into a six day routine. Okay, so that's right. what you could cut the workout in half like yeah. that and make it a six day routine. Or you can do what Sal's alluding to, which is you still train the three full days, but then on the other days you go to the gym, you're walking, you're stretching, maybe doing some yeah. sauna, yeah. meditating. You're doing things that Trainer are more sessions. recuperative for your body on the other day. So either one of those ways uh, would be better. And any And Either one of those options is a better option than MAPS Aesthetic for where you're currently at right now. MAPS Aesthetic is one of our highest volume training programs. And I know it, 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 obviously a lot of people are are drawn to it because it is the program to get you shredded mm-hmm. and lean in aesthetics, and so it, people are drawn. But we got to first fix your your sleep and your hormone levels because nothing is going to make a bigger difference on you getting ripped more than that. That will show you the progress that you're looking for in your training more than anything else will. So addressing that, I think, is the, the top priority. Yeah, I
4: think I think MAPS Antibiotics is a great program for you. However, I do think the MAPS 15... Uh, has that structure already built in? So if you wanted to just follow off of that as the the main sort of blueprint, um, you know that would be my recommendation. I don't know if he's still there or not. Yeah,
1: Daniel, you, we've lost your video. You Might have lost him altogether. Yeah, uh, boy, kids are a pain in the ass. I swear, <laughs> my, my kids. <laughs> my kids, uh, It's just it's almost like if four or five days a week there's some kind of disrupted
4: sleep. Oh, yeah. From one of them, I'm and still it, dealing with that, and he's eleven. So, uh I mean he'll come in and uh it'll be like different times of the night cuz uh, something scared him and so we actually have this like huge beanbag now it's like you know okay you know here's here's the option or or I go put him back to bed it's uh-huh. like one or the other
2: Yeah I I think that you know I obviously I know it's not the most ideal situation for a married couple to sleep in different beds but there comes a point here where I mean your your hormone levels are like this you're tired like so I think the move I would do is I'd spend my quality time with my wife, you know, i.e. that we'd have sex, whatever it is. And and then when it's time for her to go to bed or us go to sleep, I would break off and go ahead to the other room and sleep in the other room. Because the fact that he's got sleep apnea and on top of that, it's getting disrupted is like a, that's like a double whammy for him and getting up in the middle of the night not moving his machine and then thinking he's going to fall back and, and have good good sleep he's just yeah. he's missing Get out your on spoon that spoon
4: in and, and take off yeah
2: that's just <laughs> and it's so important to recovery and if you're and then the the program aesthetic is not the right program for him for what he's no, going through right way, now way so too much yes, you gotta yes. you gotta solve that so i think that that you know and, and sometimes that's not what people want to hear because it's not like a you know that's that they think is going to get them the most shredded, but that that is what's going to get you the most shredded is by solving the, the sleep issue. And that's probably what I would do, which is I would just, I'd sleep in the other room.
3: Yep. Our next caller is Adrian from Maryland. Adrian, how can we help you?
7: Hi. Um, Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, I just wanted to apologize to Doug. My grammar and my email was awful. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) No worries. So uh, just a
7: little background, and then I'll do the question. Okay. Uh, I'm 54. Uh, I was in the Army for almost 21 years, so uh, that meant about four to five days a week of running and two days of body weight or calisthenics. Um, I've been retired now for 15 years, and during that time, I've run – Sporadically, I've done 5Ks, a couple of 15Ks, and some weightlifting videos at home. Um, I gained the retirement 25 pounds, the college 15 pounds, and the divorce 20 pounds. Uh, So So recently, I've uh, also recovered from plantar fasciitis in both of my feet and a pulled muscle behind one of my knees. Uh, I started lifting consistently about two years ago to help with the knee pain. And so now I feel really good. I don't have any pain. And I've also been working on building muscle and cleaning up my diet. Uh, so now I'm ready to start cutting. Um, I'm at that point where you're always saying gain some weight. You know, you know, don't worry about losing the weight. Work on building muscle and uh, bulking a little bit. And so now I'm at that part. Um, So, I worry about retaining muscle as I lose weight. Um, I really like feeling stronger and being mobile. I feel really solid. I stretch and I do the mobility at least once a week. I'm currently doing anabolic advance for the second time, and I've done anabolic, but I prefer the upper and lower body split. I keep my cardio to less than 20 minutes most days when I do them, uh, mostly walking with intervals, incline, or spin bike. And I started running. intervals just a couple of times a month to um for a little bit of change and plus i enjoy the effects of running so um to lose weight i know i have to lower my calories uh should i concentrate on lifting the same amount of weight that i am now how do i know that my muscles are still adapting and i'm not in the recovery trap and what are some signs that my metabolism is getting better or at least i'm not getting worse
1: do you know how many calories you're con- currently consuming,
7: Adrienne? Um, uh, be- About 21, 2200.
1: Okay. And you're tracking on a regular basis or is this an estimate?
7: Um, I'm trying to. I do really good most days up until, you know, dinner time. And then, um, you know, okay. I might snack a little bit after.
1: So. Okay. So we don't know. We don't know how many calories you're consuming. Yeah. Okay. Have you worked with a, a trainer? A one Is it? Is that feasible for you to hire a trainer or work with somebody?
7: Uh, not right now. Not right now. I can't. Okay. Um, just the cost and um, I don't even know where I would get one right now.
1: Got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. No problem. So. Okay. So uh, a couple things based off of your past and what you're currently doing. Um, I think you're working out too much and too hard for yourself just based off of the information that you're giving me and some of the struggles you're having the plantar fasciitis your history in the military um, you know how you're talking about your workouts I don't think anabolic advance is appropriate uh, for okay. you and I don't think that the intervals are a good idea for you I think we need to keep you with much lower volume of training but then with the diet we need to know specifically where you're at if, if you know the, the the guessing and then kind of cutting it off at dinner it could be all over the place and people are notoriously I couldn't give you anything within, I'm going to be off by 20% of my calories and I know what I'm doing just if I try to guess where I'm at. And I've had to, I mean, I've done this many, many times to know that um, you're just not going to know where you're at. So we need to know where your calories are at on a consistent basis before we can even attempt to cut. As far as a workout is concerned, anabolic is fine. Uh, Mass 15 would probably be even better. You could do the advanced version. And then I would track steps and I wouldn't
2: do anything that's interval based. I I would love, I'll do this for you if you do something for me. So I would love for you to use either Fat Secret or MyFitnessPal to track for a week consistently, not missing anything. I'm going to have Doug put you in the forum for free. And then, if you try, and then I would also like you to track your steps. If you give me that a week, a week of tracking your food and a week of tracking your steps,
1: don't change anything. Yeah,
2: don't change anything. Don't try to impress me. Okay, do do what you do. So I know what you what what's a normal week for you. Uh So just do what you normally do, but track it diligently for a week, both steps and what you eat. And then I want you to to post it and tag me in the forum so I can assess it. And then from there, I'll give you even better advice as far as what to do with the calories, what to do with movement. I agree with Sal. Uh, anabolic or symmetry would probably be the program. one of those two programs would be the program I would have pushed you towards. So I think you sh- that's the right choice. But what I'll do is I will give you specific step advice and calorie advice when I get an idea of what a consistent week looks like on what we should do. Because what I don't know, and it would be interesting to see, is – how much your movement in relation to where your calories is if I really want to cut that much right now or do I want to continue to focus on reverse dieting? And then I also want to be able to see – how consistent you are with hitting those protein targets every day, yeah. because for sure, if we cut calories and you're missing your protein intake significantly, we're going to lose muscle. And that would be my main, my number one focus was to make sure that we hang on to any bit of a muscle that you've built over the last year or two of training.
1: Do you, and, and tracking the macros are going to be really important because if we don't, if I'm not sure what your calories are, you're probably not also sure what your protein intake is. Is that correct?
7: Um, I, I've been shooting for at least 120, 150 a day, but I, I'm probably missing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We need, we
2: need to know. You give me that for a week and I'm going to be able to give you really yeah, good advice. Totally. Yeah. Do you, do you drink
1: alcohol? Do you have, how many drinks a week do you have or do you not? Uh,
7: maybe two drinks a year. <laughs>
1: okay, good. Okay. And I asked that because sometimes people don't add that in their tracking and I've had clients where they, they were tracking, they didn't add that. And then I'm like, Oh, we got to <laughs> add that. That's another 150, 200 calories a day type of deal. So you want to track everything, including including fluids. Don't change anything. Be very accurate. And then Adam will be able to give you much better specifics. Because, you know, we could try to give you advice right now, but it's going to be based off of guessing. And it would be like trying to assess... How to fix a car without doing an assessment? Of and I, and I don't want to tell you to
2: cut calories right now if that's not the best advice. That's and right. I won't know that until I kind of get an idea, a better idea of what you're doing in a, in a regular week, and then from there I'll give you much better advice on the direction because we might, we might just uh, hang out where you are calorie wise and just make a better uh, effort towards protein intake and give you a better workout routine. Totally. That might, that might, right there. Send us in the right direction, or maybe you are eating twenty three to twenty five hundred calories, and you're hitting plenty of protein, and you could easily cut two or three hundred calories, increase our steps by a couple thousand, and see great fat loss. So let me see that. You give that for me. You do that for me. I'll get Doug put you in there for free. We'll also send over anabolic to you, so you've got all the, uh, everything you need. And then you let you do that for me. Tag me, and then I'll do. I'll tell you what to go from there.
7: Okay. Um. Yeah, I already have anabolics. Oh.
1: Okay. Oh, beautiful.
2: Great. Great. We'll put you in the forum then.
7: Okay.
2: Make sure you tag all of us. Okay, Adrian.
7: Okay. A little bit different than I was expecting, but I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. That's what I need. That's what I need. I. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We want to give you the right answer. We don't want to just yeah Yeah. give you an answer that's because you know we give you the wrong answer even if it sounds right on air we don't want you to go down the wrong path.
7: We got you.
2: You're 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 in the forum. You're in the family. We'll take care of you from here. Well, thank you. All right, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sweet. Yeah, yeah. sweetly. Most people do you think she was an alcoholic or something. Why do you
1: say no? That? No, no, no. <laughs> just because of her age. I thought that was so was, random. You that. No, them. no, no. You know why? Because my the the clients that I typically would mess up with that, and it just occurred mm. to me were oh typically people in their in their fifties. And for some reason, they'd have a glass of wine or something. They wouldn't uh, track it. Uh, so, because you're telling her to
4: track, I'm like, make I'm sure She wasn't tracking any of the rest of her food. So, yeah.
2: it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah and was tra- of those
4: things that sneak in. And- totally, totally. Yeah,
2: I have a feeling what we're going to see is uh, this is my guess. Let's see if I'm right. I, I'm thinking she's going to be uh, low calorie. So, she's going to be in the 2000 range at the highest, probably in that range. I think she's going to be missing protein on most days. Yeah, sure. And I don't think the advice would be to cut calories quite yet. I think the advice is going to be yeah. probably keep her calories around the same, but hit protein intake yep. yeah, and then move to a better program. And then I don't, I'm really curious to see what her steps are. So I hope she, and remind her in the email, Doug, for me, please, to track her step. I know I told her that, but I just want to make sure she does that too because that will give me an idea of her activity level because she's retired, right? Is that the, what I got from her? She's, yeah. So she's retired and if her only activity is, is the you know a little bit of uh, then it's not much, yes, yeah, exactly. Steady state cardio and lifting, then she might not be burning very much, and simply putting her on a walk for you know an yeah. hour a day too could be like game changing for her. And too.
1: I mean, and the other just one other thing is that it's 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 almost like clockwork where we have someone call in or even send an email and they'll pick a program that one of our programs and it's typically one that's too much volume, yeah. they almost never go with the appropriate program. And based off of which the anabolic advanced. I, you know, uh, I'll be surprised if that's the appropriate place for her to start. I think anabolic would be good. Two days a week, the two-day-a-week version. Our next caller is Holly from Minnesota. Hi, Holly. How can we help
3: you?
5: Hi, Hi, guys. It is so exciting to talk to you. I can't even believe I'm doing this today. So thank you so much for taking my question. And like everyone says, I just want to pass on my gratitude to you guys for all that you do in this space. As you know, the health and fitness space can have some really interesting and to- toxic perspectives. And I just want to thank you guys for all the positive stuff you put out there. It's been transformative in my life. And I just want you to know how much of a difference you make. Thank, thank you, Holly. Thank So you. yeah, I'll just get right into my question. Um, I'm going to read it so I don't get sidetracked. I do that sometimes. So my overarching question to you guys is, I know you guys get frustrated when the science crowd knocks reverse dieting. So I'm curious what you'd advise people when they try it, and it doesn't seem like it works for them. Are there limits to reverse dieting? And what are they? Are some people just not good candidates for it? I hear people talk about reverse dieting like it's as simple as eating slightly more over time and training to build muscle. But when I tried it, something just didn't really seem to click for me. So just a little bit of background. For most of my fitness journey, I was an intuitive eater and I had a lot of success with that. I dropped 12% body fat and gained lots of muscle over the course of a couple of years, cycling through as many MAPS programs as I could and just eating whole natural foods about 90% of the time. And then the reason I decided to try a reverse diet was not really because I was unhappy with how things were going, but really because I've never done a true bulk before. I was wondering what I might have been leaving on the table and wondering if a higher metabolism was possible. And I think there was part of me that just wanted to chase a goal again. I also really love food. So anything that gets me to eat more food, I'm all about it. I didn't know my exact maintenance calories since I was intuitively eating. But when I got the idea to try this reverse dieting thing, I prepared for it in advance by signing up for a macro coaching app that has an algorithm to estimate my calorie expenditure based on my nutrition info that I input and a graph of my weight trend. I used that app for several months before starting, and I found my maintenance range to be about 2,200 to 2,300 calories. So with that info, in September, I started the process with Anabolic Advanced. I started weighing 130 pounds. I'm 5'2", and about 20% body fat. I added an extra 60 to 80 calories a day to start in the first two to three weeks actually went pretty well I didn't gain anything and maybe even dropped a pound so I was feeling pretty excited. So then I added another 60 calories or so but this time the weight seemed to come on really fast and almost make up for what I didn't gain for in the first few weeks. I tried to give it some time to level out, but I was watching my weight trend graph in the app and it was just still steadily climbing up and not really leveling out. It just seemed like I was kind of in a full on bulk, not a reverse diet. And I noticed my appetite spiked like crazy too. I was just super hungry all the time during that time. So I was hoping maybe it was a good sign. I was putting on some muscle, but when I did my circumference measurements, I did put on about an inch on my waist as well. So I'm just kind of interested in your thoughts on what maybe I did wrong or what I'm not understanding about the process.
1: Let's get more specific. You yeah, said your yeah. weight was coming on fast. I'm not sure you did anything with wrong. An extra 60 calories a day. How what how much weight are we talking?
5: Um. So when it started coming back up, It
1: was probably about a pound a week.
2: Okay. So a pound a week. Yeah. I I think you were probably doing great.
1: Yeah. You're doing good. Also a pound a week, um, at 60 pounds surplus, something was off there and we'd want to get more of an accurate measurement. Okay. Because water fluctuations can more than make up for that, especially with a woman. Okay. Women will see water fluctuations much more than men typically will because of hormonal changes. Body fat testing and training with body fat tests is a better gauge than even circumference measurements. Even circumference measurements around the waist can be misleading, especially, again, with women with water gain, water drop, and, you know, it could be digestive stuff. You can see a swing in the waist by two inches uh,
2: sometimes. So it's really tough to say. I think it's also important to note something that you commented on that is normally a sign that we're doing things really well, which is that's the increase in, in appetite. Like That's a that's typically a, means a good that's thing, normally yeah. a good sign. That's normally meaning that your metabolism is starting to speed up and your body's trying to tell you we need yeah. to feed it even more calories. What was going on with your strength in the gym? Uh, were you saying the same? Were you getting stronger? How were your lifts?
5: Oh, it was it was really good. I was doing anabolic yeah. advanced, and um, like I, since I had been doing mostly intuitive eating, I was used to getting stronger. But then when I started actually intentionally trying to eat more, I was amazed at how much faster the needle moved that yeah. way. So that was that was exciting. You were, I, I you think,
2: were going in the right direction. I think yeah. you were doing great. I if you were my client and we were going through this, I would just be kind of coaching you on just be patient. Let's there just stay the course right now. Uh, even if you think that a pound a week is, cr- I mean, a pound a week every week for you know ten weeks straight. Maybe we were to back off, but a pound a week just for a few weeks in a row, uh, I'm not really worried yeah. about that at all. I mean, it's, and that's how transitional. Especially if you were giving me feedback that I'm getting stronger and my appetite yeah. is up. If and you didn't give me those cues, and muscle gain is almost
1: always in short spurts. It's never like I gain this consistent amount of muscle over time. It's almost like I get stronger. I get stronger. I get stronger. I get stronger. And then, boom, three pounds of muscle. And then I get stronger. So it's all it's it's it, you grow in spurts with muscle. It's not mm-hmm. this like consistent uh, kind of gain. And because your strength went up, your energy was it good? Did you feel good? Was your sleep good? How, how did you feel otherwise? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I actually like, I was having a lot of fun with it at first, but then, you know, I don't really care so much about the number on the scale, but I will admit when I saw my waist measurements going up that I, that really kind of disturbed me a little yeah. bit and that kind of took some the, of the fun out of it. The and,
1: biggest, the yeah. biggest hurdle for reverse dieting uh, is always mental,
5: always
1: yeah. mental. And it's, it's, it's always something like that. Like I feel good. I'm stronger. Oh my God, I got good energy and then they'll do some kind of a measurement or something like that, or they'll put something on, and then it'll freak them out, and it's, uh-oh, oh, I got to... Back. I mean, look, a 60-calorie surplus, you wouldn't even be able to gain a pound of body fat in a week with a 60-calorie surplus. That would almost food, be impossible.
4: Do you have any food intolerances or any kind of gut issues by any chance? Uh,
5: no, I don't have any gut issues and um, no food intolerances that have that you know I've ever really noticed or anything.
4: Yeah, my,
1: I mean... Do you, here's the other thing with circumference measurement, measure it first time in the morning and be consistent with it. Also, um, uh, waist measurement can change and fluctuate pretty huge from morning to evening, but I like body fat testing, but even body fat testing can be off from test to test. You want to look at the general trend, but really pay attention more to how you feel than anything. Like, how do I feel? How's my performance in the gym? Am I stiff? Do I have more energy? Am I stronger? Um, I mean, I've had female clients gain seven pounds on the scale, um, not know it because I don't let them see it, and then have comments from family members that they look like they lost weight. Yep.
2: So, I and, mean, uh, Holly, I think you were doing great. Yeah, I really think you were. You, I think you did a. a, a- perfect amount of adding back in i mean all the signs so what i when i when i'm like looking at the the scale the circumference even body fat percentage the only real reason why i want to know that is i just want those numbers in addition to hearing what you have to say to me like right. if you told me adam I'm, I'm not feeling any better you know like i'm not stronger it's hard for me to eat this yeah. food i don't feel stronger and and then on top of that i'm seeing the numbers aren't moving in the direction positively for us okay i might readjust our plan but if you're telling me, oh, my God, how do I might feel good? I I'm, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm hungry. And you're like, well, the strength gains are coming on. I don't even give a shit about it. Was such I don't a, even care about those other numbers right now. Yeah. I'm like, stay the course. We're going to keep yeah. listening to this body until I start to see something that either jumps out at me that I need to reverse course. But what I'm hearing from you is like, well, this is working. This is heading the right yeah, direction.
1: Holly, and that's such a small surplus, quote unquote, surplus. Your metabolism can fluctuate more than that on its own. Like 60-calorie mm-hmm. surplus, I wouldn't even necessarily count it as a surplus because your measurement could be off by 5% with your food. You could weigh your food a little off, and that'll be over 60 calories. Mm-hmm. Even if yeah. you look at how much how many excess calories are required to turn into a pound of body fat, that would not turn into a pound of body fat. I would think it would take something like three weeks Yeah, at an actual mm-hmm. surplus of 60 calories to turn into one pound uh, of body fat. So I think you kind of got in your head a little bit and you're already mm-hmm. strong. You said, and now the first question was, can, is there a limit to reverse that? Well, of course, like you're not going to get your metabolism to burn, you know, 10,000 calories a day, but I don't think you're anywhere near, no. you know, I don't think you're near that. I think you're perfectly fine. Your calories are in the low 2000s. You're five, two, it says your body fat's around 20%. You're, 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 saying you're pretty muscular already. So are you identifying that you've got good muscle development um, I mean, how much strength did you, did you see go up during that period? Would you mind giving me some numbers or some kind of context?
5: Um, yeah, I, so after I finished anabolic advance, I was actually going to do a powerlifting meet at my gym, just like a local, um, low key one. I actually ended up being sick and couldn't participate, but I was for a few weeks leading up to it. I worked with a trainer to kind of test what I should aim for for when I go into that powerlifting meet, and I was able to squat about two fifteen. I was about two fifty five for deadlift and for bench I was about one forty. Yeah, that's great. Right. Where did you start? Where did where did
1: those numbers start? How much did that improve when you when you started this?
5: Well, the last time I had tried to do a squat like a peak squat, I was about two hundred. I okay. think
1: so. Fifteen pound increase in your squat—that's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and what about your deadlift and your and your bench press?
5: Deadlift has always been a tricky one. I've injured myself a few okay. times now. I think I have my form down really well on that. But prior to this, I think the last time I tried to get close to top on deadlift was probably about 240. Okay. And then bench, I think, was about 135.
1: Yeah, so like 15-pound gains on, on everything. That's yeah. phenomenal. Holly, and Your numbers
2: were good to begin with. I think you're doing good, Holly. Yeah, yeah you're, doing you're
1: doing good. good. How long have you been working out for?
5: Um, So I started lifting about three, like lifting consistently three years ago before that on and off. um, I started with just like a strength class at the gym. But then after like four or five months, I started MAPS Anabolic. And once I did that, I was just kind of hooked on MAPS programs because I saw so much faster progress. than I did in the classes and. Yeah. Um, you're kicking ass. Yeah. So I just, I went anabolic performance, aesthetic and symmetry. And I, I I've gone through so many at this point. It's been so much mm-hmm. fun to see what sort of things I learned in each one. You're, you're kicking yeah. ass. Holly. Yeah, awesome. Those are
1: great lifts at five, two, uh, to be able to lift that much. You're doing great. And are, do you do cardio? Do you do you track your steps? Do you do anything else?
5: Um, so I was tracking steps. I haven't worn my tracker in a while, but I'm typically between seven and 10,000. Uh, I don't really, I don't do a lot of cardio. I just do some walking and then occasionally I'll do like 15 to 20 minutes of zone two like on the elliptical or great, something God. when I'm done lifting. You're doing but-
2: great, What's Holly. Your- I, Holly, I want to put you in the forum just so I can remind you how awesome you are. So that's how you just need to. You just need oh, someone. You. To, you just need someone to tell uh, you that every. Couple you're a 130
1: weeks. pound girl, 20 percent body fat, which is good. Squatting 215, 15 pound gain from before. Consistent for three years. Your calories are. 22 to 2300 calorie i mean you're 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 doing really good i yeah. think you just got in your head yeah and that was a small reverse diet i wouldn't have reverse dieted you at 60 to 80 calories i would have had you go up to 100 at least at the very minimum so yeah. you're, you're doing good
5: Okay. I had a feeling you were going to tell me I was just impatient,
2: but <laughs>
1: yeah, I
5: wanted okay. to hear it from you, I guess. No, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. No,
2: you're doing good. We're going to put you in the forum. And then if you feel like this again, I want you to message us in there and just tell us what's been going yeah. on. And then we could talk by, you off. By the way, again.
1: side note, if, if you feel good at the calories you're eating and you feel healthy and you're satisfied, you know, small bulks are great to build strength, but don't feel obligated to have to go and reverse diet to try and get that up. I mean, The idea is to put you in a position that feels good and sustainable. And then from there, you can move up or down into these kind of short periods of two months if you want to get a little leaner or build a little muscle. But if you feel good at those calories, you feel healthy, you feel satisfied, you're going to the gym, you feel good, like... There's no reason to like fret over trying to push it in any direction.
2: That being said, you also already said to me that the, you were felt the appetite increase. That's your body telling you it wants more and it yep. wants to build more. So yep. I I say feed that. Yeah, feed that. Trust the process. You're gonna be okay. if you make good choices, right? So when you get those appetite crate and you don't go out and you go eat like an asshole, you're gonna be okay. If you make good whole food choices keep that high-protein diet, I promise you those calories are going to get partitioned over to building muscle. Yeah. The way you're training, the way consistent you are, how like That's you're excellent. in a really good place. If, you're, if, you are, if your body's telling you to eat more, eat more. Mm-hmm. Feed it more calories. That's what I'd be telling you as your coach. And I'm going to get you in the forum, and then I want you, when you have moments like this during this process, to just message us, tag us, and then we'll keep you on this. And I'd love to see where you're at in like two, three months of actually training like this.
5: Okay, well, thank you so much. Like a little follow up question. So I've been tracking now with this whole thing for a while. And I kind of miss intuitive eating. Do you think it's possible to like do a reverse diet in like an intuitive eating framework or is that just a little too i do
2: it, it, i do and you know what it looks like what i just said is if you're hungry if you're hungry eat. make f-
1: good food choices <laughs> if you're
2: hungry eat just mm-hmm. make good choices that's it where people fuck up is they make bad choices where yeah. they, they, they get cravings and then they're like oh then they pile on the other stuff if you eat and whenever you get hungry you make a bal- you make a high protein good choice of carbohydrate diet or or, or meal I've never seen a client go wrong that yeah, way. Yeah. And if you're lifting and you're strength training and you listen to the body like That's that, I do it. you yeah. will build muscle. Yep. Okay. Yep.
5: Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to answer my question. It was so fun talking to you guys.
2: Thanks right, Holly. Holly. Appreciate thank you. it.
5: Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. How often we get our own head. Yeah, no, totally. Know? I mean, listen, a sixty pound surplus, you're not gonna gain a pound of body fat in a week. Bro, I totally, it's no, saying, physiologically yeah. impossible.
2: No, it would take almost six weeks. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was like trying to do the <laughs> math. Like, yeah. Trying yeah. to
1: figure out what, what what it was we're missing. And, and you know what 60, by the way, for people listening, do you know what, a 60, what 60 calories looks like?
2: Yeah, nothing. Yeah, what is that,
1: five almonds definitely. or seven almonds? That fluctuates so easily. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. yeah, you could be, and you could be, you could be uh, most people are off when they track their calories by at least that much, When even when they weigh and oh, measure. She's
4: getting stronger, she's hungry yeah. to your point. I mean, she yeah, her body's like signaling her, like, let's feed the yeah, body. Yeah,
2: different conversation know. if she's not cueing me with that. If yeah. she's like, I'm weaker.
0: Yeah, I don't of feel strong in the gym.
2: Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm stuffing myself. Okay, different conversation. But if you're like telling me, man, I'm getting strong, Adam. I feel good. Yep. I'm hungry. Yep. Yeah, My body's
3: I'm going hungry well. all the time.
2: I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, we're doing the right
1: thing. Totally.
3: Our next caller is
1: Caleb from Utah. Hey Caleb, what's happening?
0: Hey, how's it going, guys?
3: Good, man.
1: What's How up? can I help you?
0: So I just want to say, first off, appreciate everything you guys do. I know you guys hear it all day, every day, but uh, I listen to a handful of podcasts and this is like the only one I re- listen to religiously. So thank you. I appreciate everything you guys put out. Thanks, but um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll read it just pretty much straight off my email. So a little bit of background. Um, so I've always been pretty lean, never been able to put on a ton of muscle. Um, I've listed, I've lifted weights fairly consistently since I was about 14. I'm 6'1", uh, longest time I stuck at about 175. About a year ago, started trying to eat a little bit more, didn't really track anything, got a little bit stronger, gained like three or four pounds. Um, the past, so I guess at the time I wrote this, um, the past three to four months, I started tracking macros a little bit more, and mostly like protein and just calories. Um, target is about 4,000 calories, trying to eat between about like 225 to 250 grams of protein. Um, I was working out about five to six days a week doing a push-pull lower body split uh, first month of doing that, um, so the first couple months, I guess, uh, I gained about, you know, another five ish pounds. Um, my lifts went up fairly noticeably, but then I kind of hit a plateau and I feel like I, since then, haven't really been able to, you know, burst through that plateau of like my, my newbie gain bulk, I guess. I don't know if that's a thing, but, um, so I guess questions, I mean, how do I adjust my workouts or diet to kind of burst through the plateau um, and how realistically is it to like somebody who's pretty genetically skinnier lean to see some pretty significant like growth and strength. And I guess I'll I'll throw in a couple of things. That's okay. Just like as an update. So I think I wrote this the end of October. Uh, So until about Christmas time, I actually got up to about 191 at about 11% body fat, which before I was sitting about like seven, eight percent. Uh, we just had a second kid about two months ago, so that's kind of like thrown my schedule off quite a bit. So most of January has been pretty inconsistent as far as eating and working out. And since then, I just did an in body this morning. I'm actually down to 182 at the same 11 body fat, which is kind of confusing. I really had to like deal with losing weight but staying up in body fat. So really, just trying to figure out how to navigate going forward with my goals.
1: Cool. Well, going forward, you lost some muscle. But going forward, yeah. um, you'll gain some of that back real quickly because you had it in the first place. Who's also programming? Yeah, and I was going to ask you, if you're eating 4,000 calories, if that's where you were at, I don't think it's a diet thing. I think it's a workout thing for sure. By the way, yeah. how's your sleep right now with the second kid?
0: It's, it's gotten a little bit better. It's been super inconsistent. We actually, this past week, switched from – working out like five to six days a week to doing three days, three, maybe four, just because my sleep has been awful and I'm just like exhausted all the time. And so trying to make a little bit adjustments to get more sleep. So right now I'm, I'm probably like, I was probably between five and a half to six and a half. Now I'm pushing more like six and a half to seven. Okay on a nightly basis.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the, the adjustment is the workout Yeah, and what, uh, I think you were working out too much before.
2: I mean, are you, do you write your own program or like how, who, how do you, how do you, how do you train? where did that come from? Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I guess it's just small variations from what I grew up doing. I guess yeah. I grew up just kind of working out with like football, basketball teams, working out with my dad that we always just kind of did push, pull, lower split. So I've tried to vary like rep ranges, but other than that, or like oh. maybe a couple new workouts. Bro, we're but, gonna yeah. we're gonna put you on maps yeah, anabolic. We we're
2: gonna put you on maps anabolic and watch you're gonna you're gonna follow change. the
1: three day a week yeah. version.
2: Follow
0: it exactly how it's laid out.
2: Resist the temptation to want to add or do other things. Follow the program to a T. I guarantee that in three months' time, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. Promise you. Sweet. Promise.
0: You. So like a like a overarching goal, I guess. is I love to hit like the thousand pound club with, with like my three main lifts, just because. I've never been like super strong and I feel like that's kind of a benchmark I'd love to hit. Um, I mean, is that, do you feel like that's realistic as far as yeah. where oh, I'm yeah. at yeah. As oh, yeah. with maps anabolic, all that stuff? Well,
4: yeah. If, yeah. Start anabolic and then maybe move on to power lift or something like that. So you get more specifically focused on those big lifts. Cause yeah. yeah it, I mean, if you put that kind of attention and detail with uh, your mechanics and the way that, you know, you, you can perfect that whole process. Like you're going to see a lot of, Awesome gains.
1: Yeah, sure. it, maps anabolic, <laughs> and then uh, after that, if your sleep continues to get a little better, switch to maps powerlift. Stay, <laughs> keep the cal, keep the protein intake high. That would be the most important thing right now. So, if your body weight's around one eighty, you said one eighty one or one eighty two, I would yeah. Hit, yeah, I would hit at least one hundred and eighty grams of protein a day. Closer to two hundred, probably better. Just keep <laughs> that consistent. You don't need to necessarily track anything else. Just don't eat garbage. You're gonna be totally fine. Right. I think, yeah, you were working out too much, and that was the plateau. The plateau was you just too much volume. Yeah, like Gotta three. Recover. Yeah, dude, like three full body workouts a week, program properly. There's way more to it than just that, but most people build the most muscle and strength following something like that. Not,
2: I, not a five or six day a week routine. You're gonna, it's gonna change your life. I promise you. If you do that, if you do what he said, protein wise and eating correctly, and you follow anabolic to a T. I guarantee it's going to blow your mind, especially somebody who's been lifting pretty much on and off his whole life, and has like kind of a, a routine that you do push pull split, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you go do what we're the full body three days a week. Watch what it's going to do. I just you're you're a perfect no candidate wasted for this. effort. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: How how old is the second okay. one by the way? How how far how how old is your baby?
0: So two months. So um, we got a two and a half year old and a two month old. So we're uh, got. Our yeah. <laughs> well you we might got, not be. I
1: don't know, man. You might not be getting good sleep here for a couple yeah. of years. <laughs> I was <gonna> say
0: <laughs> you know, we, we thought we thought the baby was going to be the tough one. It turns out that was not the case. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's been crazy. But um, so it's been because there's a lot more of like helping out with kids. It's not just super simple. It's a lot harder to like meal prep and make sure like my diet's down to a T like it was before. So I've been pretty consistent as far as hitting those protein marks, but the calorie hasn't always been consistently, you know, pushing 4,000. Is that going to hurt me if, you know, I have the occasional day where, you know, I'm, I'm maybe like 3,000, not quite hitting the 4,000. Like it's a big mark, but
1: you're eating adequate calories. Uh, really it was your programming. I mean, if your calories get down to like 2,000, 1,500, you know, consistently, but you would be, listen, when the, when the body wants to build muscle, and, and you're not going to gain, you know, 15 pounds of muscle a month. That doesn't work that way. It's a slow process, right. even when everything's being is done right. You don't need that many calories to build a pound of muscle. So if you gained a pound, of, you know, if you gain two pounds of lean body mass a month consistently, which is just kick ass, that's like 20 pounds in a year, mm-hmm. right? That'd be like, you're crushing, you're flying. That's not that many calories. Where where people yeah. start to get caught up is 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 the programming with something like that. Now if you're too low and you know then that makes a big difference. Well, but especially if... three
2: thousand, you know, a so you guy your size, like you're fine. Yeah, you're you're gonna be good, bro. Just hang, hey, just trust the trust us, trust the process, and I promise we won't let you down.
0: And then I know with I've listened to some people who are on maps anabolic and there's like some people do trigger sessions, some people don't. I don't really know what those are just from like totally by listening. So would you guys say do them? Include those or do them? Do them, yeah.
1: And they're easy. So if you have resistance bands, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. And it'll take you about six to seven minutes, two to three times a day on the days in between your workouts. So literally while you're at home in the morning, seven minutes, In at lunch, you know, seven minutes but or before bed, seven minutes. Do
2: not make the mistake that if, what people do is they over-intensify It's those. not a workout. It is not designed to be a workout. It's you should not be sweating. T- you're just getting a pump. You should, you should not be struggling. Okay. It's literally like a little pump. It's a little tiny pump a couple times a day. And 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 just and there's inside the program, there's a tutorial and blueprints and everything. So it, it, it coaches you through everything on what to do. So open up the program, go through all of it, watch the videos, follow it to a T. We won't let you down.
0: Sweet. Right. Yeah, I think this will be pretty solid, so I appreciate it, guys.
2: You got it, brother. Right
1: thanks on, for calling man. in, man.
2: Congratulations yep. on the baby. That's
1: right.
0: Hey, yeah, thanks. Hang thanks in there. For taking call. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, and we'll send we'll send
1: you that MAPS anabolic program.
0: I appreciate it, guys. All you right, got okay. it, man. All right, bye. Later.
1: You know, most people most young men especially, you take them from a five-day split to a three-day well-programmed full-body workout, that alone, no change in diet so long as
4: it's adequate. Yeah. It's shocking the difference. The
1: first time I did it, the first time I'd already been strength training for over a decade, the first time I did it, I gained seven pounds of lean body mass. Like, it just... No change in anything. It was just the programming that and made that it, big
2: It makes a huge difference, too, if, you, if you're also coming from a place of potentially kind of overdoing it, right? So he, if he's overdoing the That's amount right. of, of volume and intensity in his training, yep. he's also hurting a little bit on sleep. And then in addition mm-hmm. to that, he has some days where he misses calories. And the programming is pretty similar to what he's kind of been doing his whole life. You shake that up with a a three-day-a-week full-body routine, better recovery, yeah, better programming. Boom.
1: We did forget to tell him. I didn't ask him if he trains a failure. You 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 got to stop the sets about two or three reps before you fail. Don't go to failure especially on a, a full body type routine. That great, would just
2: be too much. Great part is we got we have before pictures, right? He sent over a photo where he's we'll at see the now. after. Watch watch after he's gone through anabolic. Awesome. Look, if you like the show, head over
1: to mindpumpfree.com and, and check out all of our free fitness guides. We have fitness guides that can help you with almost any health or fitness goal. You can also find us on Instagram. Justin is at Mind Pump Justin. I'm at Mind Pump Stefano, And Adam is at Mind Pump Adam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy,
3: and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com.